Brent, Brent, I found, I found us on Facebook. I listened to you last time. And I can get to Spotify now, and I and I hit the favorite, so I get the notifications now. But then it got me thinking. Like I, I was excited when I got on my TV and I went to Amazon and we was there, and, and like I got a bunch of devices over here, and really only ever listen to my car, but like now there's all sorts of possibilities. Like where else are we found? Yeah, that's kind of interesting. I mean, we're on Apple. If you got an iPhone, uh, we're on Google. So all you got to do is go in the search bar and search us. We're on Google? Yeah, it's worth a Google. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're on Overcast, iHeartRadio. You already talked about Amazon, which is the biggest company in the freaking world. Uh, Bezos. <laughs> we're on uh, CastBox, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Stitcher, Good Pods, and thanks to our host, Anchor FM, we're on them and Spotify. You both didn't already know that? Jeez, you're idiot. Hey, everybody. Welcome to High Spots and Kickouts. I'm Brent. We're uh, dickless on this episode. So we're hanging out here with Clint. What's up? And Mark. What up? And uh, hopefully everybody had a good Thanksgiving. I did. My toilet did not. Your toilet did not? <laughs> no. I think there's a lot of toilets that got stressed late <laughs> they, last night. That's actually their worst night of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Fred's in town again. God damn it. I think late last night, they probably got hit Not hard. Even. And early this morning, before some people went to work, they probably got hit real hard. I don't know. I'm pretty sure a lot of people don't have to go to work on Black Friday anymore. 5 a.m. poop. Yeah. Losers. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. That, that, that's no, what I'm talking about. <laughs> two people in here who didn't that's work like, today. That's like when I took Kevin to get the car or whatever. And they're like, well... Uh, do you have insurance? He's like, no. They're like, well, you got to have proof of insurance before we can let you take the car off the uh, lot. They, dude, did they not let him take it? <laughs> no. Uh, oh, that's cool. Because that's happened to me twice. One time I forgot my whole last license at home, my whole wallet. And that's when I bought the Kia. And the dude was like, well, I really shouldn't let you take the car, but as long as you send me a photo when you get home of your license, I'll let you take it. Now I was like, cool. Took that bitch off the lot with no insurance, no wallet or license on me and, and a fucking dealer plate on it. Hmm. Drove that shit from Morton to Havana. My buddy bought his motorcycle without a motorcycle license and rode it <laughs> off the lot. <laughs> I know the, the owner of the car dealership was calling like every insurance place in town just trying to get a temporary thing so he could, until he could get a hold of his agent. But apparently there's not a single person that's working anywhere today that works in insurance yeah. weird they take off till Monday. so he had to go to on to state farms website i'm surprised <laughs> all you have to do is uh you could just drive his new car home because you have insurance and then he could just drive your car as an authorized driver and it's everyone's covered don't you have, you have to have a policy number for the you, loan you just show yeah. Yeah. so yeah i gave him i i would i could have gave him mine yeah i don't want to do that <laughs> Especially because I'd have to go find my insurance That's card somewhere. That's a bank somewhere. issue there somewhere. Yeah. Not my bank. Not, Not the insurance company. <laughs> even though those guys have let me drive a car off the lot there without ever yeah, even paying. No, I didn't even pay for the car yet. They're like, oh, yeah, you can take the car home to send the check. Yeah. When I said when I bought my Fusion, uh, the guy was said, you got insurance? I said, no. I mean, I do, but not set up to get... And it was like nighttime when I got the car, so it wasn't like I could just call the insurance company. You have a temporary set up. seven days And he was like, Illinois. yeah, that's what he, is. that's what he said. He goes, you'll yeah. be fine. Yeah, that's. I tried to tell Kevin that too, but... It might whatever. actually be 10 days in Illinois. I can't remember. It's been a while since I did that stuff. 
But oh yeah, the first time that they let me take the car off the lot without sending a check because I didn't use their financing. I already had it with the other bank and I got down home or whatever. And they're like, oh, so now you got to take the check back up there? I'm like, no, I already got the car. He's got to send it. He told me, he goes, as long as you're not being real dumb, he goes, usually they won't pull a brand new car over like that if it has dealer plates on it unless you're just being real stupid going like 80 or swerving all over, you know. He said, normally they'll just kind of let you go. So I only did 75. That's <laughs> right. All over. Or you just look super suspicious probably. <laughs> What's that? Driving around with deployed airbags. <laughs> right, Wrestling. You, yeah, you got, you got some rumors for us, Clint? I do. I just had to take a look at the Rock and Roll. So we're Midnight Express is up there. Not talking Michinoku? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Because of what appears to be a blue hair. <laughs> just one, I guess. One blue hair? One blue hair can be seen in a WWE graphic of the mysterious member of Bianca Belair's War Games team. It's speculation that Sasha Banks will be coming back at Survivor Series War Games to be a part of Bianca Belair's. From one blue hair? Yeah, I've seen the graphic. Hair. It does I, I look would... like a blue strand in the corner. But I've also noticed that she has no WWE markings on her profiles anywhere. She's yeah, under her name, be... and she copyrighted a bunch of stuff under her name. Mm-hmm. I think you have a better chance of Sonic the Hedgehog being the fifth person. Yeah. That could be just protecting Or maybe, her. Uh, maybe uh, the man is coming back. With blue hair, though? Her time. She, she could. Had, she never had blue hair as the man, though. That'd she, be a hell of a change. She used to do, like, uh, steampunk and stuff and put a bunch of random colors in her hair. I guess, as long as she's not dressed all But way. I don't think that has anything. The graphics probably not. I don't they probably th- just used a generic picture from I don't think somewhere. It's been enough, I don't think it's been enough time for her shoulder to be f- I think she's right on time. Time frame, because it wasn't, like, August. Yeah, but normally that's like six months. What if it's Charlotte? Charlotte's the other option I've heard, but because Charlotte has nothing going on, but they just because I I remember when all her storylines are just I'm Ric Flair's daughter. Give me the belt. When uh, when Karrion Cross separated his shoulder in the championship match with Keith Lee that he had, he was gone for like six months or more. I was trying to think of what other. See, I don't know how it could have been different like severities. I guess is there other is there any uh, free agent female wrestlers right now that. Mia Yim was the last one that was like really well, out there, and she's just Thunder Rosa. Uh, Chelsea well, Thunder I mean, Rosa's still under contract with W H. Chelsea Green. Chelsea Green is the oh yeah, I did say that they said something Her about wanting to rehire Matt Cardona. Yeah, as a package uh, deal. I mean, it would be a package mm, deal. That'd be interesting. Maybe I would say maybe, if he wanted because he would be I, Zach Ryder though, probably not Matt Cardona. Do you think that she would pop? No, the he scales? said if he comes back, he wants to be Matt Cardona. Uh, He's made a big enough name, and Triple H loves what he did. Yeah, Vince did not like the Internet Championship. Triple H loved it because he realized that was the future. Yeah, I get that, but and now he has like he has real wrestling like indie cred. So synonymous with Zack Ryder, though, I feel like he's definitely had the most shit thrown at him in a ring since uh, the NWO. Or like Vince McMahon was in charge, he would come back as Matt Cordona and have a personality just effect, and then when he gets hit, he turns into fucking Zack Ryder. Also, just letting you I know mean, real quick about really... stuff getting thrown at you in a ring and shit. You know, next Saturday night down in Sajet, Pops, GCW is having a show. Good for them. Hopefully they have paramedics on staff. Oh, yeah. You get a world title match, uh, Nick Gage versus uh, Cole Radrick. Well, I mean, they're known for not having paramedics on staff. Well, why not? Because they're not you a guys smart go? ran promotion. They got tickets for 50 bucks, second row ringside. I don't want someone else's blood on me. <clears throat> Excuse me, goodness. I'll I stand in front of you, bro. I apologize. I can't see the show then because oh. they don't have Titantrons. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I've been at a GCW show. Ain't, ain't like it used to be, is it? And I'm also not really into that kind of wrestling. <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't like light tubes and all that shit. Man. Yeah, I think light tubes are the dumbest shit. There's a strip Especially club right next door. You guys can go to that then. I like light mm. tubes at strip clubs, but not in wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Neon tubes. You know what would actually make more sense going back to who's the fifth person? If you want a storyline standpoint and they're still doing the Judgment Day bullshit, Beth Phoenix would probably be the most one that makes the most sense for the fifth person. It looked like they were queuing her up for so long with Rhea. I don't anyways. think Beth Phoenix was to wrestle. Well, that's why I said that's who it would make sense. Could be Natalia. But, I mean, they could keep pushing her uh, she's got a whole. She, she She has a broken nose and shit. They don't want to re-injure that. Uh, good. I don't want her botching up the match anyways, but that's the only other person I could think. Unless they signed or brought up somebody from NXT, but I don't know who that would be either. Mm, NXT girls available. I mean, Mandy would be the only one that really needs to come she up. She got blue hair, and she wouldn't do that, too. I don't think, though. Nikita Lyons. She ain't ready. So maybe it's Zia Lee. That would be horrible. Karate kicking her way back onto the dude. Maybe Kyrie Sane will bring that IWGP her, title over with her. Her entrance is so over the top. It's like, how do you even put on a match? Aren't you tired by the time the match starts? Doing all them karate kicks and doing all that crazy shit. Gets in the ring. Yeah, that's like, why she loses every time. And then the match happens, you know. We know, um, we know it's not Shotzi because she has a shot at the women's title that she's going to lose. Andrade apparently done with AEW. He, uh, did an Instagram post and said, I just wanted to say thank you, bye, in English. And then he said the same thing in Spanish. So I guess he's done with AEW. I he's been s- wanting to be done for so long. I would assume. I mean, he picked a fight on purpose. I would assume he's going to go just be in AAA or I don't know if WWE rehires him. Possibly, maybe. I don't know. I mean, know. his Triple wife H works for him. him. Yeah, but that don't mean shit. But Triple H did love him. So and Andrade was really good in NXT. I guess they still got Zelina Vega. They're not doing what nothing if, with her. I don't know. Right she's now. the head were, of that... Uh, Faction, isn't she? Who? Selena Vega. What faction? Selena Vega is the chick in uh, Legato del Fantasma yeah. now. Oh, is she? And yeah, then he they, could come back and head they them. Didn't, they didn't. They got a leader. They didn't. No, br- they didn't bring up. Uh, they didn't bring up the chick that was with them in NXT. That's probably a good thing. I mean, she wasn't. Selena Vega is way better speaker than that other girl was. Yeah, uh, and I, she's also a better wrestler. She is actually a really good. Wrestler. I like. She just uh, never gets put over. I mean, his, she's a queen of the ring though. So. What's his name? Uh... The main guy in Legado del Fantasma. Santos Escobar. Yeah, I really like him a lot. He's a good wrestler. Uh, I like that he's being able to transition from just being like a light heavyweight wrestler to being able to wrestle. But like, the she bad, could bring Andrade back. Cause the they bad were part is they've him. already had the Viking Raiders show up and beat the shit out of them and uh, hit row. If they were to bring Andrade well, back, sucks. they would have to like, yeah. if they wanted them to be together, they would have to kick her out of the group and then like Andrade would have to, because she, she used to be the speaker for him because he didn't do zero English at He's all. He's still whatever. not really good at English either. And, um, yeah, and cause what was, when they had them it together, was Andrade they were, and uh, Angel Garza, wasn't yeah. it? But when they had her, him and Zelina Vega together, they were a hell of a combination together, mm-hmm. I thought. They were a very She's great on the mic. macho man and Liz-esque, but like Mexican. And then she did all the speaking for him. And you she's know. good at what yeah, she does. she was a real good speaker. She, pretty yeah. sure Paul Heyman was they pretty high on him, too. That shit, he He's was a, a good he was, wrestler. I never he was disliked the, Andrade. I thought he, he was, was the misused US, horribly. He was the yeah, U.S. Yeah. champion yeah, when I, I started watching wrestling. They always again. ruined that, and then they always ruined the dynamic of, like, you have a good manager who's a speaker, like um, he got like tr- Lana for fucking uh, 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 Rusev, and then, up, oh, got to break him up just because. Well, 
Andrade got stuck. Well, that's in because the, Bobby needed a booty. But still, he got they, stuck uh, in the mid faction well, level well, well, warfare. When they brought him up to the main roster, though, they didn't bring Zelina oh. Vega with him. Yeah, we're main. talking about WWE. I'm talking about AEW. Yeah, but I'm they did saying, misuse him originally in WWE. You're right. They didn't even barely use him at all in AEW, though. That's so. well, he got stuck in that Hardy family front office oh, bullshit, yeah. and that he got stuck in bottom tier, mm-hmm. mid tier wrestling the entire time. Because yeah. Roosh is fucking awesome too. I like Roosh. And Roosh. But yeah, no, he just got stuck in the mid, like mid bottom tier of AEW, and he should be an upper mid tier wrestler. He's a world champion if you want him to be, but he could also be a legit threat to the mid tier every time. Mm, He'd be a good heel, but he never got pushed that way. Like, like I'm okay with low tier wrestlers if they're great at it. Like 2.0 is awesome as those goofy ass heels that maybe could. They're like the nasty boys to me. You could randomly see him winning a title through shit. And then just losing it down. They're the road. good. Uh, they're they're good, foil. They're they're good. Uh, like Main Street Posse style, taking yeah. bu- taking bumps for Jericho. And they can talk on the mic yeah. and stuff like that. And people don't like them because they're comedic. But I'm like, that is the exact role they're there for. Yeah, he can take bumps for Jericho. They're he's too they're old goons. To take all of them. Do you think Shredder took every bump from the Ninja Turtles? Fuck no. He had he had the foot. Bebop and Rocksteady. Yeah, he always there's always that's these, who those guys are. They're, they're called right. Rocksteady. They're called. Uh, I'd probably put Hager's Bebop and Rocksteady. <laughs> they're called <laughs> henchmen. Yeah, henchmen are very. And, like, that's the greatest tag team sometimes. Like, we always talk about the ones that just win all the time, but, like, when they're, like, entertaining and they're putting doing their job, like, you can't have good, like, guys going over if they have bad opponents all the time. I don't mind Matt Menard and what, what's the other one's name? Uh, Angelo Parker. Angelo Parker. Yeah, they're all right. They're Daddy okay. Magic. <laughs> cool Hand. Angelo Parker. Yeah, they're okay. Uh, and Hager's just a big, dumb, stupid. <laughs> he is definitely Bebop or Rocksteady. We'll get into it, but I couldn't... Him wearing that hat the whole entire match is a straight like, it was so dumb. Right, it was. It was like okay. This last week's episode of Dynamite was very hard to watch for me. I, it's one of like my it, favorite ones. So felt far like this everyone year. was I, just I fucking around the match. whole time. I thought it was an. I thought it was a fat. And I feel like there has, to, there has to be a tone of seriousness to the show, and there was not a bit of it at all. It's like everyone's just out here fucking around the whole time. But anyway, we'll get into that later. <laughs> uh, Nashville has given a verbal commitment to 2027 WrestleMania 43. Oh, we're going. Or I'm going, at least. I'd go to Nashville uh, for real. Let's see. The Nashville It'd be a fun one. Probably good, re- good uh, weather, too. The Metropolitan yeah. Council of Nashville and Davidson County for the $21 billion venue will be... So like Tennessee Titans Fields where it's going to be at, then. Yeah, if if it's they good, commit to building a new one. If not, WrestleMania won't be in Nashville. I want to do, I want to do one of Minnesota's new stadium. U.S. Bank? Yeah. WWE issued a statement or a sponsor report. You know we'll get one if Chicago gets their new field. Is it going to be an indoor field or an outdoor field? Uh, it's it's going to be. A they dome. don't know if they, it'll be indoor ish. It it'll might be, be canopy. Hmm. It'll be like which a is dome. like LA's. Yeah, it'll be probably closer to LA's. That's sad. I mean, it'll still be cold as fuck. Maybe, but the fans will be covered from the rain, which would be dope. Let's see, WWE issued a statement uh, praising Nashville and saying, "Look forward to hosting many events in the partnership with the great city of Nashville," and proposed an enclosed stadium or at, a propo- at the proposed enclosed stadium. I'm sorry. I was going to say SummerSlam was good there. I mean, it was a party town. It's a good city. It's I've been down there a couple of times. It's a lot of fun. Mm. They got hot chicken. Oh, dude. I found my new uh, favorite uh, horseshoe down in Springfield. Nashville hot chicken. From where? Darcy's Pint. All right. Okay. You want to go to Springfield? <laughs> I'll go right now. Let's go. <laughs> See you guys next week. <laughs> yep. Podcast over. Top, no. top guys out. <laughs> 
So, uh, update on the the rumor for the Survivor Series team. It is said that Becky Lynch will most definitely be at the Survivor Series pay-per-view, but that doesn't mean she'll be the fifth member of the group. I mean, Seth Rollins is wrestling that night, I do believe. Yeah, triple threat, so, United States title, him, Bobby Lashley, and Austin Theory. They are married. Mm. And, and they also have a kid. So, she might just Since be there when? to support. Since they had sex. They do that? Maybe, sometimes. Oh, okay. They're allowed to. Hopefully, they wash their hands. Nope. Oh. Seth's a dirty man. Michelle McCool and Undertaker are also expected to be there. Yeah, weekend. but they're yeah, saying that's, that's more like... He has a, his one-man shows in the, the same... Uh, in yeah, town. it's tonight. Yeah. So he's there for that. A couple hundred bucks to go listen to him talk. But, like, listen... Like, that's such a good... That's a good racket for him the rest of his life. Every weekend, there's a WWE big event in, like, a big city... Undertaker one man show the night before. They yep. don't care that he's going up against. It was it was like two hundred bucks for the SummerSlam one. Yeah, he can, and he can go and talk forever. He'd be like, oh, Wrestle, the WrestleMania one. Think what he could talk about every his whole streak the entire time. But every event he'd have some different story from thirty years ago that you forgot. You kind of like Mike Tyson's one man show when he sat down and just talked about his career and then Ant took like questions from the crowd and and told stories. And I didn't, I didn't have I didn't have time for a. Uh, Undertaker to talk before SummerSlam that night before I had to go watch GCW. It sounds like a <laughs> podcast that you actually sit and watch somebody. People talk go about to live podcasts. Like, well, yeah, no, but that's what it sounds like to me. Uh, wasn't he going? Is he going to do a podcast or was? Or is it just a live show he's doing? I think uh, he's getting Stone Cold spot on network. Yeah, the WWE network. Stone Cold just don't want to do the podcast no more. Or what? That's too bad. I always feel like Stone Cold him. was a little too. Re- he was always restricting who he could always have on. Like they let him have Jericho. Yeah, well, I think Vince McMahon had a good finger on that, buddy. And then maybe he doesn't want to do it with Trips or I, something. I love watching Stone Cold and other people, like, when they would do his podcast and they would show a match, and then they would fucking, like, call the match as it was oh, going yeah. on. Some of the funniest shit ever, they could do a whole show on the network with Stone Cold and whoever's in that match, or one of the guys from that match, just sitting there calling the match together and do 30 minutes of them calling three or four different matches together. And it'd be probably one of the funniest shows you ever watched in your From an life. outsider looking into the industry, it's so interesting hearing their thought patterns during it. Just the way they talk, though, because they're talking about wrestling moves and going off the rope and going under and all this. And it's like, if you don't know wrestling lingo, it sounds like they're talking like a couple of carnies. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, they are carnies. Well, yeah, but you know what I mean? <laughs> and to me, it's fucking hilarious because I know what they're saying. They're just saying it in, in wrestling slang. But if it was just any other person called, sitting there it's watching. It's called jargon. Yeah, but if it was just any person sitting there watching it, fuck, they don't know what they're talking about. But it's just fucking comical to me, man. Talking about when he's throwing fists, he says hitting them with potatoes and shit, you know? <laughs> just funny to me. Uh, Montez Ford says he should be back very soon from his calf injury, if anybody's worried about Montez Ford. We are. Hair. We haven't had any Angelo Dawkins either. He hasn't had his high flying. Well, it's because one is going to be the Marty Jannetty and one's the Shawn Michaels. We already know. Hey, guess what? Each one of those guys both had the IC title at one point. We already know who's what. Yeah, I think Marty Jannetty did too. I said both of those guys. <laughs> I thought you meant Angelo Dawkins. <laughs> no. Neither one of them's ever had a title. I was like, title. well, I guess they both have. Who cares? So Jericho's going to throw both of them through the window, though? That's right. <laughs> yeah, one of them will be Chris Jericho, the greatest of their generation. Well, the the one that was coming out of the bright yellow jacket on the other night thought he was going to be Jericho's, though. A&E has been working on a new... That was, that was Matt Bernard. Yeah. A&E has been working on uh, new episodes for their biography series for the January of 2023. Uh, the Which Iron Sheik, Kane, Randy Orton. Uh, it says Page, so I'm guessing Diamond Dallas Page. There's, it says uh-huh. Page, that's it. How's Could it spelled? P-A-I-G-E. Nope, that's Soraya. Yeah. 
Well, she still what she had to have done. If that they're doing that she, though, that, but they probably already had it in production before she even unveiled it. And I they're like, be, well, whatever. Well, before she, I don't before know she went to A&E. And she has that whole career before that they they love talking about. But it's also A and E doing it too, so WWE might not really have. A so say. so it'll be like, and then she went to AEW. Yeah, Done. it's part of their deal. They'll say whatever WWE wants them because they have that maybe relationship. A and E could be saying, hey, we're going to do this because it's just like all the documentaries on the WWE network of people that wrestled for WCW at one point and it's like they did this in the WWF they went to WCW for a while oh and then they came back (laughs) (laughs) they don't like to acknowledge the outside world for some reason when the world is way more connected than it was in the 1980s so uh, we know in New Japan happens let Carl Anderson walk out with the fucking belt it's a huge drama thing right now yeah but they're gonna let him let him show off with that belt and talk shit and let him have a match over there you know that'll get views from both sides. They're going to though. Didn't you well, see now that? they are, but they let him walk without with the belt. They let, Why do not let, let they, the they let Mickey James? He may not have it over here though. Too. They let Mickey James show up with the belt. She had to specially arrange that shit though, because they were also short women for the Rumble. Yeah, they also sent her shit home in a garbage bag. I think they owed her. Yeah, I think yeah. that was more of what it was than anything. They, they said they do that to like everyone. Uh, Dusty Rhodes, Ricky Steamboat, and Jesse Ventura are the, other, are the other three people on that. So they'll be. Seven more episodes, I guess, of that show. They said there's a Vince McMahon. I still got uh, to gotta watch the second season. I'm not too interested in too many of those for this go around. Uh, I don't know. I wasn't ever like I'm a huge Page fan, and that I'll, I'll probably watch that one because you'll watch the Iron Sheik. Uh, got, got to brother, because <laughs> <laughs> he, he will. Blonde's probably there screaming about Hulk probably Hogan. Ka- probably Kane and Randy Orton. Uh, Randy Orton, see, I've seen WWE. Really, really, yeah, watch really good Randy Orton one. So it's like, why do I need to turn around and watch they're, it again? Their evil's real good too. What uh, what what are they going to show me on A and E? The evil or the other biography that WWE sold on DVD, like fucking three discs of Randy Orton. It, 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 I, was, it wasn't a uh, it wasn't an A and E production. Well, you won't see how it's been the best years of his career afterwards. Now that he's with Riddle, Riddle rejuvenated him. You give him the good stuff. Yeah. Let him hit his bongs. <laughs> Do you think he has travel bongs? Yeah. Do you think he has like a special case like for plant? This is fragile That's right. <laughs> Do you think he's a glass user? <laughs> there's a bowling alley in there. Uh, so there's been increased speculation that Cody Rhodes' WWE return is imminent after Brandy Rhodes told Steve Fall on the 10 counts, whatever that is, uh, that he looks like the same Cody to me. He looks like he's ready to go, but I'm no doctor. So actually, shout out to like Cody. Like I was reading on Twitter, like I think Royal Rumble. So Royal, Rumble. Royal Rumble, I think, is when he's coming back because it's perfect time frame. He'll win it. But he like so he forgot Apple Pay wasn't working at a store. Some dude paid it behind him, and then he posted about it on Twitter and said, "I'll do it for someone else." And he gave to some teachers like fund me, like gave her like nine hundred bucks for teacher supplies. Nice. Just because some dude paid for his behind it. He wanted to hand it off. Pay it forward. Yeah. Whatever that's called. Just pay it forward. Yeah, but that was cool. I was like, Cody seems like a legit good dude. I think he is. I think um, he's now trying to say that when he left AEW, that he was doing heel work. He was like, a- he's saying, because at the time he was like, I'm not turning heel. I'm going to be a good guy. And what she was like, that's in, like shit that heels would say. That was he was his totally being John Cena, but now he's going. Well, I was actually being a heel the whole entire time. It's just people didn't grasp it. They didn't get it. 
He was doing that shit. Like, he'd walk like, up the thing and then act like he was going to go down to the bad guy. Told him, like, eh, eh, and walk towards that. I'm like, that's just, a heel move in general. It was funny to me that he was just like, they just didn't get it. It's like, or did they? And that's why they were booing you the whole time, you fuckhead. He, like, <laughs> his AEW stuff was always stunted because he did that first gimmick match where he said he would never challenge for the world title. I feel lost. like he was actually trying to not be a heel and they were booing him. And now he's just like embracing it and like, yeah. oh, no, I was totally being a heel the oh, whole time. Like, you guys know I credit. love you. Why would you ever agree to... Trying to be the big brain in the situation. Right, right. I just outsmarted you by making you think that I didn't know. MJF style. No. Sorry, bud. I'm pretty sure you thought you were doing the good guy thing the whole time. The bad part is, if you're a wrestler, why would you ever agree to never be able to challenge for the world title? He thought it... Like, people were like, well, since you run it, you're always going to be the champ. Yeah. And he didn't ever want that, but it's like you threw yourself in the first title picture. Yeah, that was the first thing that people said. I guess it was the second, because... Jericho Hangman beat him. Jericho were yeah, the first. I saw that one. I would have too. I wouldn't have put myself in a position where he could never win the title, but I would have too. I just would have not won and the title. He, and then the only belt he <laughs> could have won at the time was the TNT title, uh, which he made. He won the NWA. Which he earned that didn't, title. That's did, what it was. Didn't dope. he win the NWA championship in, in that time? Uh, he, he, he wrestled Nick Aldis during that time. I'm pretty sure he beat him, held it for a month or two while he, he was a part have. of AEW and then lost it back to him. I know uh, he I think won it was that before, belt. Before. I think it was before AEW. Well, I was thinking like it was right, before, but I know he had that belt. It had to have been like right right before it then, I suppose. Because he was, was huge. He was the biggest thing on the indies with the Young Bucks and King Omega yeah, when they signed. Because Aldis held it for pretty much all of quarantine. Until like last week. I think he challenged for it at the first All Out, or All In. I think he challenged Nick Aldis for the title at All In. And beat him. And then, because his dad never actually technically won it, or whatever. and then dropped it back to him. And then, like a month, maybe two months later, dropped Dusty it back was to never him. NWA champion. Didn't did he did he drop it back to him? Did you know? I think he, that was the whole storyline. Didn't like he Cody, never won a world title or some shit? Did like he that. win Dusty, that? I'm pretty sure Dusty. No, he beat. didn't win the WWF title. Like, yeah, he, he was he NWA. Used that storyline earlier this year. Never mind. Did he win it at the first AEW or the All In pay per view that he, they did? He think he won it the one before AEW existed. Yeah, which would have been All In. Yeah. yeah. I thought his, his I remember match that watching night was that match driving back from Bloomington. That was the night they had the giant uh, battle royal, right? And Joey, Joey, what's his name, had all the penises come out and bring him back to life with the penis yeah. pump and all that. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the night he won the NWA title, which was all That may have been the main, main event, too. No. Kenny Omega versus someone was probably the main event. I don't remember. I, don't that was I like, never watched that pay-per-view. So. That was like five years ago. I just, yeah, yeah, I just I'm just pretty sure that's the night he won it. And then, what, maybe six months later, AEW was the thing? Yeah, he so. he dropped the belt. Because um, then he saw Aldis again. Cause I, and Aldis I, had the belt. Aldis also held the belt for like a thousand something days. According to WrestleVotes, Finn Balor's improved standing in the company is because Triple H is in charge now. Well, yeah. Uh, that was one of his first big signings. Hunter sees almost Fertile like David? a reclamation project, but one that he can get behind because of their personal relationship. Because Prince Devitt's a badass. He is a good wrestler. It's just he's not a Vince McMahon-sized guy. He's a smaller guy, and he's not uh, like he does since he's English. He speaks different than Vince McMahon. Like he's Irish. Irish. I was like, he speaks older. <laughs> he speaks like old English, basically, versus us speaking yeah, Americanized English. Yeah, he's he's Irish. Which I mean, isn't a. I mean, it's also why they don't push a lot of like overseas wrestlers because they don't speak very well. Mm-hmm. Because it's harder to get over with the crowd if some of the crowd doesn't understand you. But, Which but also then, blows but then triple, my mind. Is but the then why. Triple H and those guys put Kevin Patrick on the announce desk. Well, also, Triple H doesn't care as much. See, but then they also got that, that's where it blows my mind that a long time ago they had all those foreign speaking guys so they had a shitload of managers. 
Mm-hmm. So now we have like no managers. Why can't we have managers with heel stables and managers with good dope. guy stables? You do realize I thought Rhea, so too. Why why can we not have more Bobby the Brain Heenan type? Like I don't mind here? the firm. The firm's just a bunch of like lower end card guys. You, re- you realize Rhea Ripley's actually pretty much the mouthpiece for Judgment Day, and yeah, she get, has an accent. I get that. She's Australian. Like we'll get one dude she, yeah, well, either to way. speak she's for the whole group and then every heel. Might have had, might have been Bobby the Brain Heenan speaking for like seven different dudes, but he got a fuckload of them over because he was speaking because I mean, they fucking couldn't. One of them was Andre the Giant. He was yeah, the, but nowadays the they don't. Family, man. Nowadays on. they don't do that. They'd rather have Oscar um, and what's her name out there screaming, "Fucking, you speak Japanese? No, I speak Japanese. You speak Japanese too? Oh, bitch." Yeah. Like I get it. It bitch. was funny. I mean, AEW does it, but like. I'd AEW rather has see, mouthpieces for people. I'd rather see um, a shit heel with a manager out there, and then the heel not taking the bump because you know he's got the manager in front of him, so that way he gets away. Then that makes the crowd even more mad because you can't get your fucking hands on the heel because you got the manager. Or then they have that match where you get five minutes alone with the manager afterwards, and then you don't actually get that five minutes because so the manager so it's, gets it's, saved. So it's exactly like the Miz does with Maurice, like every show <laughs> kind that of she's a there. Bit, but the Miz is a sniveling heel. He's just a com- he's a comedy actor. He's a sniveling. Figuring, he- well, I mean, a lot of Monday- sniveling heels are some form of comedy. Figuring Monday Night on Raw, he was supposed to wrestle Johnny Gargano, and he was injured, so he had almost come out and wrestle Johnny Gargano. He's like the That's what a heel does. I know. I if, love the Miz. I, I like the Miz is probably not the best worker in the world, but. I think he can speak. He's like he's like two thirds of what makes a great champion sometimes. But he's actually a great champion. Miz is like a cartoon version of MJF to me. <laughs> MJF started to sense. do that. Like I'm in a movie. It's like now. A cartoon version of MJF, if you ask me. I love the Miz though. Um. So best so, best heel in the industry. Randy Orton. No. <laughs> Randy Orton's at home with a broken back. Legend killer Randy Orton was a top tier heel. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Like well, that's what I'm. Randy Orton's one of the best heels. Really, best I mean, heel in the industry pick, right now pick, is probably CM Punk, right? <laughs> CM Punk is an industry <laughs> heel. Uh, okay, so um, according to Fightful Select, I don't know if I believe this or not, sources close to the WWE and familiar with the situation say that Damian Priest was asked to read for the role of Namor. Yeah, I saw that too. In Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Uh, he, I don't know if that's true or not. Man. He probably was. I mean, they probably reached out to a bunch of prolific uh, Central American type people hispanic i guess like guys that are in good shape that can speak i mean unfortunately for h and blade three unfortunately for damien which would have been unfortunately for damien priest though uh the judgment day isn't doing anything for him because he's the member everybody forgets when he was the mouthpiece for it he it was, was so like cool on the indies he was like the when he when he was the one talking for the judgment day and kind of in charge he's a good talker yeah he's, and but but now that now that Finn and Dominic are there, yeah. You, well, you Dominic's story's kind of taken over. The I feel like the figuring he showed up at Ray's house yesterday and beat the shit, shit out, out of him. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of funny. Um, but uh, he's kind of become uh, the new shit, real good shit heel that everyone wants to see get beat up, which is right where he should be because everyone hated him in the first place anyway. You know. See, Hopefully, I have Dominic's. zero interest in any Dominic story. Like, right, and that's what makes like, I just have him. no story, no interest. I don't hate him. I don't dislike him. I'm like, yeah, but when he's on TV, everyone wants to change the channel. They're like, ugh, this fucker. Again. Oh, I look that's at my, exactly what well, they want. I won't know? watch it. I just get on my phone or. <laughs> but that's what they want. They want and be like, oh, like, next segment, okay. Yeah, or I'll skip through it on Hulu or whatever I'm watching it on. And they'll get to the point where it's like, I just wish someone would power slam the fuck out of this guy. No, I don't even want to see him on TV. I'm just. 
He's uninteresting altogether. Like the I like I get being you hate heels, you like faces. He is in the dead zone of I don't give a fuck. Chris Jericho uh uh copyrighted the name Seltzer Man. Yeah, he did a Chris this day in Christery as well. So it sounds like he's going to start doing something like, on this day, Chris Jericho, in Christery, Chris Jericho did this. Hmm. Like, and it might be like, maybe it's like Bud Light, Man of Genius kind of Could idea. be some shit for his podcast, too, I guess. That, too. I haven't thought anything about that. His podcast hasn't changed that much in a long time, so he could be adding more, doing something different there. I like his podcast. Well, I it's mean, good. I wonder how much longer this Ocho storyline is going to go, if it's going to go past Ring of Honor. <laughs> Uh, uh, pay-per-view next month. So this is it's, it's like final two battle. weeks from Saturday, and it's going to be Claudio and him in the. Yeah, I'm not the, st- the stipulations. If Claudio loses, he joins yeah, yeah, he appreciation. Join, yeah, which I don't. I mean, Blackpool Combat Club is kind of dead. It never was really a Spoiler thing to begin word. with. To be honest, oh, okay. I love this man. I don't, hey. <laughs> I don't feel like BCC was ever a thing to begin with. It was always a loosely formed group. Never had time to... When it was just Daniel Bryan going around trying to recruit a bunch of young cats to make this fucking, like, whatever type of group he was doing was cool, and then instead he went for Moxley, and it became some weird... I liked it still. I mean, I like the group. I like all the wrestlers in it. It was a t-shirt grab. And then, <laughs> I, I mean, don't know. I don't like... Ever since they said that Wheeler Yuta's the... Can we, can we actually get a heel Moxley now? The normal version of Super He's been trending that way pretty hard. Ever since he they said he's the normal He wrestled the heel the entire of... night at full gear up till the end. They said on the Jim Cornette podcast that Wheeler Yuta is the normal version of Superhuman. And now I cannot see it. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, every time he comes on TV, I just want to laugh and shit. And I'm like, you know what? You're probably right. If that dude had the right haircut and was a normal individual, he would probably be Wheeler Yuta. Just fucked up. I mean, and I don't know. I don't, I don't feel like they fit together at all as a group. Not at all. Not at all. Oh, Claudio's a singles wrestler. What's he doing in a group? They're Claudio's all sing- been an awesome tag team have, wrestler several times. Shouldn't have nothing to do with them guys. Like, yeah, Claudio's had in, some great tag teams. The bar with, was fucking awesome. Yeah, but he did that shit already. And he Him came and Tyson with, were fucking great too. Yeah, I get it. And he came in with all this hype. And all that I shit. I like Claudio a lot, too. And but. it's like, you should just have him out there just fucking well, straight rolling people every week without being attached to some fucking storyline. That well, no, he's no stuck with character. the Jericho Appreciation Society storyline. This storyline is too long. That's what I mean. Like he, This should have ended at all out. Like, he should have just kept on wrestling. And, like, they should just have Claudio out there wrestling people every week. Not fucking in some weird storyline where he's worried about whether John Moxley's losing the title and everyone's bitch slapping each other. And it's... That was Danielson. I don't know, man. It's just not good at all for any of them. They were always now, a weird group that was always like Now Danielson's talking about and, retiring because he knows how bad it is. Uh, he's already said he's going to quit full-time wrestling when this contract's up because he has done everything he wants to do. Wednesday he doesn't want to do full-time. His daughters will be of age where he just <laughs> wants to be at home. He said he will come back and wrestle for big things. Wednesday night he had he's a stocking cap on that was too small for his head and shit. Well, that's yeah. just bad fashion. From con- yeah, well, that and concussions. He, he, may, he may have still had the man bun underneath of it. I think he did. That's why it was sitting so high up on top. That's probably it. It looked really bad. It looked like he could just take it but and go, yeah, spin! He's on his last contract, and he, but he, he's done everything. He said he doesn't want the belt because he enjoys working with up-and-coming talent. So everyone's like, well, he should get the belt. He doesn't want that life. He wants to retire here soon because his, I mean, his daughter's probably what, a couple years younger than yours. Yeah. Imagine if you could just retire and hang out with her 
All that. Yeah. If I had the money. And randomly every a weekend, every four months, you're like, I'm going to go wrestle my buddy Frank. It's either that or he says that and he's going to do the WWE thing where he shows up around WrestleMania and has a big match or something. It'll be the Brock Lesnar treatment. He'll be a part-timer. Ah. Show up wherever he wants to. Yeah. He might. He wants to wrestle in New Japan, so. And he missed Forbidden Door this year. Which they, isn't he one of the rumors for Wrestle Kingdom? Yeah. I know the big one. Just I mean, Kenny Omega. Yeah, you're a poster. Yeah, I can't believe people compared this to. But. Coming to save your company, Kenny Omega? Yeah, how about you save your own I mean, company, bro? <laughs> I like Will Ospreay. makes me laugh. Dude, they, they, you can tell they work well together. They probably do like each other behind the scenes because they're both great wrestlers, and they do both respect each other. Oh, you got to sell the match. Yeah, I mean, but that's the thing. They know what to do to each other. Like, They know that what they look like outside and they know they if they do this to this they'll get both their fan bases going at each other and sell more buys so um john moxley told william real to leave and never come back and so a lot of people are thinking that he's going back to wwe he's not i, I um, think if anything he's just gonna go backstage more he will be back they say on aw tv they're just not gonna have him on there for a while so he might. Well, he deserves time off too. Well, he be there. Mostly storyline and keeping him off TV for a minute. Well, he be there next week when MJF shows up. That's what up. I thought. They said that he was going to be next week to explain what happened. Ah, yeah. Well, MJF. Because MJF doesn't week. come to shitholes like Chicago. Chicago yeah. <laughs> uh, He's recording. I bet he don't even show up next week. I bet for some reason he don't show up next week. I bet he don't show up for like the next three weeks. It'd be kind of funny. He just sends in a video package. Like, oh, that could be too. Like. I'm too good for this. Like, I mean, he is shooting. If he's shooting a movie, it does take time. I would prefer him to be there. But, I mean, if they can storyline it at least versus when Brock what? never showed up, it that's, was because he was defending his title across the universe because he was a universal title. That's holder. why we'll get into it is why I'm glad what happened on Dynamite happened on Dynamite this last week. So, oh, okay. we'll get into that when we get into it. Um, apparently, Dave Meltzer thinks that Thunder Rosa will be back in AEW in February sometime. Yeah, they moved her time. That's why they... Change the belts. No, they took the interim top off. Yeah, that's what they're. That's why they did it because they, Tony can't. Tony Khan came out and talked more about it. He said they want to use the interim for like short term injuries because like three month injuries basically pay, one pay per view. But he said anything longer, they're really like it starts pushing that interim thing. But I never considered interims never champions. I've always been like, okay, an interim champion is just there because the other one can't wrestle. And they usually do meet, and then you have another champion. It doesn't add another reign to either side. It just, it's just a reign. And then the last two. It ends one. The last two are Scorpio Sky is cleared to wrestle, but AEW Creative has nothing for him right now. And Dante Martin possibly was hurt on this last Friday's episode of Rampage. Uh, or I guess it would be this Friday's episode of Rampage. Anthony Bowen said he was okay on Twitter. Received him. So that's good. I mean, you've watched the match earlier. They said that afterwards he was down for a while with getting checked. That's I good because his brother just came back, so it's a shame yeah. that every time a brother comes back, one gets Especially injured. Especially Top dead. Flight. Top Flight's super yeah, young, they, up-and-coming, awesome team. Yeah, they, they'll be one of the top ones for him if they can both stay healthy. Because, I mean, Dante's let's, awesome in the ring. Darius say, is like the mouthpiece, pretty much. Unless they turn him into just a straight trio. Uh, well, they did sign AR Fox. So, and yeah, he, he I, was pretty good last week. I've never seen him except for last week, and he was like, is this Jimi Hendrix trying to wrestle in a professional wrestling? Apparently, he's like a like, – I, I never really watched him, but maybe he's big on the indies and stuff like that, and I've heard the name before. I've heard the name. I never really watched him. I, I never heard him before, and me and Dick were trying to figure out what his name was. And I also I, didn't I watch. I was reading the card to him, and uh, he, I was like, apparently there's a trios match with Dante Martin and his brother and R. Fox. And he goes, <laughs> Who? 
I said, R. Fox. I said, I think he's a pirate because he had like a headband on in the picture. <laughs> and he was like, what the fuck did you just say? I said, he's like, R. Fox. Like a pirate. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and I said, it's either that or it's A.R. Fox. But I said, that still doesn't even make any fucking sense. Is he a gun? But he, a fox? He's Star Fox put on the ground. That's what I was thinking that too. Like, is he just Star Fox and then couldn't have Star? But, so he just put. The bad part is if he's A.R. Fox, he might be Arkansas Fox. Could be an abbreviation for the state of Arkansas. I imagine he's a good like. I don't know. I didn't watch last week's Dynamite. He was. It was. He's a good wrestler. He's a high flyer. He's older, but he'll just like whatever. Sign him. Put him down on Dark where they go. He was a little slow. Oh, like every wrestler. He was a little slow start. That's where you wrestle most of the time in AEW. I know. You could tell he's not been on TV too many times. Unless your name's Moxley or Um, the he did like a frontwards flip backwards off the top rope to the outside. Like he jumped up on the top rope and did a front flip, but like a, but onto the people outside mm-hmm. the ring. It was really cool looking, but he was like, you could tell he's never been on TV. Yeah. Barely on TV. He was very slow starting out. You could see he was counting and watching a lot to make sure he wasn't going to mess up any moves or anything. Oh, I bet he was nervous as shit. That was his biggest opportunity in his career. I don't know if they should have signed him as quick as they did. They he do was that already shit. after they have one match. They're like, oh, signing him. And it's well, like, a lot of the guys have two or three tryout matches. I feel yeah, like. but, but you already have an eye on him a lot of times. If they're putting him on TV, yeah. they've already had tryout matches, yeah, or they know their it. they know their they knew Juice Robinson before coming in. What they say? They wanted to see guy, how he worked with them. Then they, they gave him. They, a did, they said they that guy had over seven hundred matches or whatever. And Bandito, but put him on TV and did it with Kingston thousands and instead of a crowd of 100 and the nerves get to you and you, I think you drop somebody they and break them so show up. I don't know I I wouldn't uh they can sign you know someone for a night or a week a month however that works to cuz WWE does it all the time a lot of their job guys are just signed for an evening they pay them for one show they still have those I mean back um, like that's when, what I would do I I would give that dude yeah, two, or, get, two or three like Warhorse was on when they were in St. Louis Warhorse is there every time they're in St. Louis and he's just he's not under contract with them he just comes on to get smashed on TV <laughs> Warhorse is pretty entertaining he's Danhausen's partner too the Warhorse <laughs> oh Danhausen on the paper view is cool we got the it's evil, evil Danhausen. Oh, so was, he actually he brought out the spike and the teeth. Mm-hmm. So. so that's that's all in the rumors for the for the week well, or last week and a half here that we ain't been. Then it's time show. to talk about full gear. Oh. Click 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 click. Was click. it full gear or was it mid gear? Mark, you watched it was that. it was a great show. Like it was. According to Simon Miller, there wasn't a bad match on the pay per view. There was probably he gave it a gold gold up. I mean. I can't think of one that I was like, that match sucked. I mean, there was obviously slower matches than other matches. But, I mean, like, like we, I already just mentioned the Danhausen. That was on the, that was that on the zero, buy-in. Yeah, zero, zero hour. hour. Yeah. And, it like, that was a good match. Like, Danhausen came out to different music. He came out later into the match. A lot of people came out to different music that night. Well, just the elite. <laughs> but that's their theme song they were using when they were kids in backyard wrestling with yeah. their dad. Well, they're not fucking kids anymore. It works, though. I mean, I guess. That's they're why. also down 2-0 and they're uh, yeah. best of seven. Well, that's on Dynamite. We haven't even got to shit. the first match yet. I don't oh. even, even care to see none of this shit. And then Eddie Kingston had that... They were fucking beating the shit out of each other. Oh, the Japanese dude? Yeah, I can't remember his name. On the pre-show? Yeah, it, Eddie was crying at the Shibata, end of it. Shibata, right? Uh, no. I thought that was Shibata. Was what I thought he said. Was there three matches on the buy-in? I think there... I don't know. Tony Khan was screaming so much about Lennon. I don't Keith. have the card. He's going to be here for one more night, Eddie. You want a match, Eddie? You can have a match on the pre-show, Eddie. Yeah, it was the, oh, the buy-in. It was, 
Uh, like, I'm pretty oh sure Shibata God. was his tag team partner the night before. Yeah, I think that's it was just who's the, that guy. And it was weird. Like Tony Khan had like you could tell he had like track pants on, and like he tried to put like a smoker's jacket on and button it up over the top, and it was way <laughs> it was like he put on Mark Henry's jacket to go out there. It was way too big for him. I'm a billionaire. I'm gonna wear what I want. And then he was like screaming. No one's gonna tell me I'm unprofessional. You're a magic. And it was like, dude, you could have just went out and been like, yo, I decided to keep him here for one more night so he could have a match on the buy-in. Instead, he was like, you know, it'd been even, and it was like, dude, you know, it'd have been even better. You're at, you're backstage with a microphone, a headset. Just have your announcer announce that. Yeah, that works even better. Then we don't have to see Herb Abrams. I don't know, dude. It was wild, and I was like, why is he just screaming? Like it was like, and he was like staring at him, like he was like, like a little kid seeing his favorite wrestler for the first time. Which I get it. He's a fan of the wrestlers that he's got contracted to him and all that. But. It, like they should tell him when he goes out like you don't have to act like it's the oh. first time you've ever seen people in your okay, life i got the card in front of me now i can remember so but well, yeah start us off cat uh and oh and then there was the ricky starks brian cage eliminator match which he had the back-to-back match with him and the night before was on rampage with someone else uh, big. Uh, uh, lance archer lance archer yeah yeah and they beat the shit out of him so that's why he came out all beat up on Dynamite, and they built. I was surprised he won because they were building up the underdog for him. Because I like Ricky Starks. I'm glad that I'm glad that they let him win. And I'm not a haven't. Been, I like. I've Eagles, been very rough on Ricky Starks. I feel like on this podcast for I a think, long time. But uh, I'm yeah, glad you call him Rock Light. Yeah, he is. He is baby. He rock. does. He's, he's a got, rock. He looks like. Him. Speaking of that, he's smaller. But side note, real quick, have you guys seen Black Adam? Either you guys seen Black Adam? No. Yet? So I rented no. it, and watched it yesterday because I have nothing to do. You know who plays? Uh, the Rock's son in Black Adam? Nope. Roman? <laughs> the Young Rock. <laughs> That's funny. You got his Wait, boy? Which version of him? The, I guess the Rocky Maivia version of the Young Rock. The little bit older version of him. I guess so the college, college version? College 97, 96 Wrestler Rock. That version of him plays the young version of him. It's just funny to me because he's only got a couple shots in it. Unless you've watched Young Rock, you don't know. But then I see him and I was like, holy shit, that's Young Rock. What's he doing? <laughs> But they didn't use Younger Rock for the movie. They just used Young Rock. So that dude must be signed to his Seven Bucks production company, I would imagine. So after the movie gets over, you see that shit about six or seven different times in the credits. Also, side note, The Rock's bringing back the St. Louis Battle Hawks as a team for the XFL. Fucking right. We could have got season tickets for like 500 bucks. Yeah, my friend Chris did. I'll go to an XFL uh, game if you guys want to go. three hours away. I don't want to buy season tickets. Well, he lives down there. Yeah, if I live there, it'd be different. We also drunk, he also drunkenly did it when we were at a brewery down there. I always I mean, wanted I would the, do it uh, soberly. So. Actually, it was Center Ice Brewing, which is now closed, but it was a blues-themed brewery. They don't like it when you yell, go Hawks, right in the middle of it. <laughs> Fuck them. I've always wanted the He Hate Me jersey. You know? Yeah, He Hate Me was the dopest. So, somebody the stole OG. the one that Ed Ray had. Really? The one that was up here, the seventy-eight, it was in the case or whatever. Somebody stole it, huh? Yeah, whenever they broke in and stole the money out of the slot machines, or whatever. I'm pretty I sure they took the "He Hate Me" jersey too. I had no idea someone did that shit. That's huh. fucked up. Anyway. I think that I think that shit was signed. Even not that that dude was. He played, I think, a couple. Seasons he played the in NFL, NFL, but I don't think I he was like him. the greatest. You know, but still, I think that's pretty cool. Uh, who else? Tommy Maddox ended up playing in the NFL, and he started for yeah. the Steelers. Mm-hmm. A couple guys, I think, got careers out of that whole deal. Yeah, I just remember that he hate me being the biggest deal ever because they let them put whatever, whatever they wanted on the back and of the jerseys, and it was the best. And it was just like, okay, yeah, all right, he hate me. He also made a big play for Same. one of the. He games. was a punt returner, kick returner. He yeah, ran he... one back like real early. <laughs> Anyways, so okay. the first the uh, so we had the Ricky Starks beat Brian Cage, and then Eddie Kingston beat Jun Akam- Akayama. 
I butchered that. And then the show did open with the steel cage match with Jungle Boy Boy and Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus. Jungle Boy took out one. It was pretty good. Um, Didn't Luchasaurus pick him up and use him as a lawn dart and throw him against the fucking cage? Yeah, Jungle Boy cut real early in the match, so there was a lot of blood. Mick Foley said he gave Jungle Boy some advice for this match. I could see. Supposedly, Jungle Boy did something in this match that was for Mick Foley. He jumped off the top of the cage and elbow dropped him to the table. Probably that, then. Uh, it looked like that's, I think that might've been where Luchasaurus actually got hurt in the match. Oh man, bad dinosaur got hurt. He did get, I guess his arms hurt, but it looked like Jungle Boy missed, a, he was a little bit off kilter on it. And it looked Spe- like he probably hit him Speaking a of that, worse. you notice every commercial that they have for TNT or TBS that has, or that they're previewing AEW, they use the fucking chokeslam through the table where Luchasaurus dislocated Ray Phoenix's fucking elbow. <laughs> I mean, no, they just they just don't show that part, but yeah. they show them going through the table. It's a badass spot. And I close my eyes. I watch that right now in my head. It's so disgusting. It, I mean, they did the stupid trope where Christian opened the cage, so they fought outside and did all that shit, and then Christian got ejected from ringside, I believe. That's because AEW has it to where the only way you can win a cage match is which is kind of cool though. Or submission, and but they don't have hell in a cell matches, so that's true. It's kind of like Christian's the fair trade. Too, so it's kind of like a half and half between them because hell in a cell you can leave. Christian's also injured too, so you don't want to get. It's him not like WWE is where too. if you get out of the cage, you win. Yeah, it's yeah. I put it hybrid, but it was a good match. Uh, not matching the night by any means. I then, like Christian. I think yeah. he's done better work than Edge since he's been back. The, uh, oh yeah, Christian's so much better on the mic too. And he was Edge t- has also TNA gotten TNA hurt like three also. times since he's been back. Cana- I guess Christian's hurt right now. I don't the think Canadian Edge is actually the hurt, Canadian though. destroyer in the match was good. I think Edge is yeah. Filmed, I think Edge is. I mean, Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy are great wrestlers. Like especially Jungle Jungle Boy is like a future like of the company. I don't think it's Jungle Boy anymore. I think it's just Jack Perry now. Uh, he came out with the Jungle Boy theme. I know, but they weren't calling him. I read that they weren't calling him Jungle Boy. They were calling him Jack Perry. And on Wednesday night, on Wednesday night, they were referring to him just as Jack Perry as well. This is something about. I think they say he's a Jungle Man now. That's what me and Dick <laughs> kept screaming, dude. I guarantee they heard us in the crowd then. <laughs> Dick for sure was like, "I don't need a Jungle Boy. I need a Jungle Man." I mean, I don't think you'll ever get to like world champion being called Jungle Boy. I, nah, I, I think he does need a little bit of a shift of more serious I character. All I remember I is my you, wife yelling at me because I was rooting for the Young Bucks the whole match. I think you can. Compare Compare Jack Perry right I mean, now that's, to a young Bret Hart. A that's a weird part in wrestling history where I think it diverged. Like if when, if Jeff Hardy wouldn't have got sick that night, the acclaimed wouldn't be a world champions right now. Uh, yeah, we actually cha- we would we would have saw the first Hardy Boys yeah. AEW run or the start of it. Trying to, trying to tell me that Daddy Ass wouldn't be having a fucking huge run right now. No, I we would have like, had the Hardys losing to FTR. <laughs> I, out. I feel like the Daddy Ass thing was inevitable. I feel no, like acclaimed that, actually uh, put him in a acclaimed gave him the worst possible problem to have: the hottest baby faced act in the game versus the other hottest baby face in FTR, and you can't put them together because one has to lose. Well, so now they ruin the FTR thing. So now it looks like they aren't trying to put them together, but it's just because the acclaimed are so naturally hot that you can't have them lose right now. What's going to happen is Billy Gunn's going to end up turning on the acclaimed at some point for his sons. I think you know something they will, like that. And then yeah. the sons will probably win the tag titles, and then you can have FTR versus the Gun Club. Well, hopefully so they, that way you don't have to worry. I almost about feel like FTR is going to get the belt. At, almost winter is coming just because I like because I think Tony wants those belts on TV in New Japan. Do you think Billy Gunn? Turns I think on he the wants acclaimed. them walking out with four fucking belts. Billy Gunn turns on the acclaimed at winter's coming. FTR wins and then 
then goes back to the gun club and then joins the firm and shit with his boys and then I mean as much as yeah but like Billy's the, Billy's boys have a little bit more wrestling to learn to become champs yeah I, I, dude we're talking AEW here though I the know. thing with that the scissor me daddy ass thing is so hot right now but it's gonna I think it repeat how many times is WWE when you take advantage of it when it's in your peak and you go the other way when it's at the top I'd Otherwise, say, it starts dying and it gets sad on the back. Right, and you can't run. I mean, I love Billy Gunn, but they're not going to be able to do the scissor me thing forever. It's not. That's gonna what run I'm saying. Forever. I so, think like this is like I don't want to see a claim lose. What's well, perfect time? I guess though, isn't it? Let them lose. Let them lose in a triple threat match or something. How they had Wardlow lose, so they don't lose the momentum. I mean, use that trick. And then they could have a rubber match with the Gun Club, in which they lose again, and then go from there straight to FTR and the Gun Club. And, and then, then have FTR drop the belts to them because the FTR is losing contracts up. What's the big pay per view going into summertime for AEW? All in. Uh, Revolution. So at well, Rev- there's Double or Nothing too. Oh uh, yeah, Double. At yeah. Double or Nothing, then depends you can on what have you consider summer because Double or Nothing's Memorial the, Day you know, weekend, right before summer. If you build it right, Memorial Day weekend. Well, for Bidnor will be in June probably. Yeah. But if you build it right before summertime, then you can do Gun Club versus uh, FTR, and then FTR can leave that pay per view with fucking six belts. <laughs> I guess. I mean, they'll do. Or three, three. Either belts, way, it's like the worst piece. problem to have because everyone's like FTR deserves belts, and they're like, yeah, but Acclaim does too. You know, right now you can. Literally. But also, Acclaim's a tag team that don't need belts because they have the gimmick and they have the rap and they have all that stuff. That's why I think you take advantage of it now and have them enough lose that now. they can win the belts again. It's not a big deal if they lose them. You know, I feel like they can. You think they could be New Age Outlaw style where they can they lose them are. ridiculous amounts of times to still look great? Oh, yeah, they already are. And that's what I mean. They With the rap that they have and Anthony Bowens and the boombox and everything, they're, they're one of those acts that's big enough that they don't necessarily need a title to be able to continue to succeed and i think that it doesn't matter what side they're on either because they've been great as heels and faces since we're talking about that their match with swerve and glory was pretty good too and bowens wants to be the AEW champion so you never know they might try to split them up and they might go singles for a while you know who knows i'm max Max, they were both kind of singles wrestlers in the beginning anyways no they came in together but then Bowens got hurt, That's, so yeah. Caster was in what the TNT tournament. So the first pay per view I watched, Caster he, he was, was in one of the yeah, ladder sir. matches too. Yeah, he got one of those like random like so couple for, spots, keep him up. And the going. first pay per view we got here, they had, I think it was a battle royal they had maybe, maybe the casino battle royal. It might have been, but he was a singles wrestler and he came out and he run. He came out and rapped. He fucking ripped everybody apart in the whole ring and then that's the first time i was like who the fuck is this guy that's because he, he was on dark a lot before that wrestling with bowens and then but bowens happened to be hurt at that time and then he came back with him and then uh got hurt again almost like a, not immediately but pretty he close got a like him. minor injury when he was in the wheelchair where it really blew up and, and then he started getting his mic skill in because that's when daddy asked to join him because the ass boys would wrestle because they would do trios a lot yeah and then you know here we I are i mean him getting injured kind of put them together too i feel like like I said, I feel like they're, like you said, New Age Outlaws. They can win the belt multiple so. times or lose it multiple times, and it doesn't hurt them. And if they want to go to being singles wrestlers, they both have good enough gimmicks that mm-hmm. they can they can do that. So, yeah. But, so, yeah, I could they could I could totally see them lose it when it's coming. Uh, the next match was the trios titles, uh, the return of the Elite with versus Death Triangle. I like the Death Triangle. I, ain't gonna lie. I think this was six amazing wrestlers all at once, and it's – Kind of crazy doing this best of seven, but it's reminiscent of some older stuff. You know, too, it's going. You know, it's going to night seven, right? Because yeah. it's in L.A. Oh, and it's also two zero, so we're gonna either see Elite do a full comeback Boston style versus Yankees, or it's gonna be like start splitting them back and forth in a double win here. But L.A. is the Young Bucks territory too. 
That's and also it's probably a pretty big hot spot for luchador wrestling. I would assume too. California. Well, yeah, I know, I Let's talk about the real important part. House of Black showed back up, so they need to win the fucking trios uh, that, titles. Well, that's not for another seven weeks. Yeah, necessarily had to throw them at the trios titles. If Dude, they're that, smart. they came back pretty hot though. Like yeah. they look good. If they're smart, like, that's they dynamite, can, of course. They can throw Malachi Black at the world title with MJF. Dude, the crowd was hot for and, Malachi Black, and like, they could throw the other two of the tag titles. They can. Not that they could win, but there's storylines there that they could Buddy, do. I could easily see Buddy Murphy. Being the All-Atlantic champion. And that will. Brody King being the TNT champion. They could go all three tri- all three singles, or, I mean, the they would be team. a good tag team, too. The a throw. big guy, small, fast guy. They, they need belts to make them look Buddy more. Murphy was awesome on his, ta- what was his tag team with Alexa Bliss. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, what was that other guy's name? Fuck, they were awesome. They were part of that 2.0 match, or the... DIY match and I gotta look it up now. <sighs> fucking weird. Man, they were fucking really good. And American Alpha was one of the teams in that, I think. No, no, it was too long ago. Uh, NXT, that was NXT, yeah, best, so NXT, NXT the best. NXT Best uh, NXT. I'd like the American Alpha when they were together. They but yeah, were, it was uh, a gr- like it was over the top just Wesley, high flying. It's Wesley Blake. Wesley Blake. They were uh like the world's greatest tag team remade off Alpha Flight was. Yeah, He's, I like them. But then one Alpha, of the, I mean. one of the forgotten sons. American Alpha. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. Uh, but the match was insane because, and they did a lot of, I know what some people hate. They did a lot of the scripted sets where they were doing all super kicks and shit and then dodging each other's super kicks into other super. But I swear, like, Pac and Kenny Omega hit some of the most insane looking moves on each other. Those snap German suplexes and shit like that that they do. That's going to be just terribly horrible for your neck. But I mean, the even when Pac suplexes. sells like a DDT and he makes it look like he sticks there, you yeah. know, those two are the best selling people and Will Ospreay. I'll put him up there with them. Did, like, then, uh, they just sell moves. So it makes the opponent look just as good as they do. Didn't Pac end up putting Kenny in the brutalizer? Probably during the match. Yeah, I think. And it's, he got, and he got out of it. Yeah, because it ended with uh, Ray Phoenix reluctantly hitting him in the Kenny Omega in the head with a hammer while he's up in the One Winged Angel, yeah, and then he rolled him, and then used that shit again the other night, didn't they? Yeah, because because Penta's a bad. Well, there was also it's sewing up the kind of like the swerving our glory did, like one bad, like because Pac's a bad guy, Ray Phoenix is a good guy. They gonna break Death Triangles up. of both. They gonna break him up. They thought they were, but then this last week when uh, or this when Ray Pentagon Phoenix. for the second match hit him with the hammer, it's like two to three now. Yeah, but Ray Phoenix wasn't down with that shit. He was mad. So does he finally event? Is we, we I could see, see the I, the heel turn, the actual heel turn to Ray Phoenix. I think people, I won't. If they all come out wearing black, they'd actually look a lot better than one Ray Phoenix wearing orange and the other two wearing black. Didn't they already do that one? When, when uh, but when they just Penta did it was with coming out with the gravestone and Alex had like the weird white makeup on. Like the yeah, Pentagon's Ray, always yeah, kind of been like. But Ray wasn't part of that. I thought he was. He was in. That was when he was. Engineer's arm was uh, broken. He came out as his alter ego. He came out with the shovel. Oscuro. He came yeah. out the shovel because he has like coat. different versions. Of Undertaker Penta. Yeah, Undertaker Penta. All, all, all the word was was Penta Dark. Spooky Penta. Yeah. Well, Penta Dark was Lucha Underground. Though. Casper yeah. Penta. I like Lucha's always. He's always been like the dark side guy. Anyways, Casper the unfriendly ghost Penta. Uh, then we yeah. had your favorite match on the card next: Jade Cargill versus Nyla. Oh, dude, she's looking good in the mouth. Oh, <laughs> she looked. Those were not tights. I, I still I still <laughs> like her. She was looking good in the Thundercats. Like outfit. it was a cool cosplay at first, and then you saw her wrestling, and you're like, I still it's like a your, really cool I cosplay like, now. I still like your message about a lot of ass cheek out tonight <laughs> for whatever. I'm like, did she lose? 
No, no. I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was. They, your, they you saw her whole ass that whole night. They weren't gonna let Nyla win that shit. No, I mean Nyla's fine. She's, the entrance was. She's pretty a. Cool. She's Nyla's that we talk about it. That big guy that's always there to lose that could win. Nia, Lance Archer, Nia Jax. Uh, the entrance Nyla and Nyla said, Jack, except for Nyla can wrestle. From what I read, the, yeah. they said the entrance was the best part of her whole thing coming. Well, she's out. a great uh, cosplayer. Well, I mean, she's a good wrestler. They came out in Eddie they did he, car and oh yeah, and, Vicky, and uh, Vicky had a I'm uh-huh. your mommy yeah, shirt. Yeah. Uh, so and was, then yeah, they did the whole Eddie thing. The, the match was fine. They stole each other's finishers. I know you hate that, but they kicked out of each other's finishers uh-huh. because you know you don't kick out of. And then Jade gave her the jaded and won and. Now she's what, like forty-eight? No, or some 40, shit. Forty-two, I believe. But she's gonna lose her. No, she's not. She'll either give it up or just go straight into she's, winning the women's title. Oh, she's. I mean, but it's Jamie Hader now, and I think Hader's gonna get a decent she's run. About to wrestle. They got to spoil. They got to build. A in a she's bit. about to wrestle Bow Wow, and Jamie they already Hader's started. Gonna wrestle they already Britt started. Baker. They already started the build for Britt Baker. Her and, her and Britt. Have Britt's to. the best on the mic. So snatch the mic right out. And of they also have right. a natural like. They were in the same faction. You owe me this. I got you where you're at. That Brit will probably say that. Brit's tried to screw her over a bunch of times already. In the fi- past. Figuring that they didn't even let Jamie actually talk. Like Brit interrupted right. well, Renee, and that's because Brit's the best talker they have in the AEW division. with her long-term storytelling's been fucking telling the Brit Baker Jamie Hader story for almost two years now. Probably one pay-per-view too long. Almost, almost a year, at least over a year. I mean, I like so Tony Storm's reign though. Revolution. That's the thing. I like Tony as a good champion. Well, she's good. stolen the pin from her a bunch of times, pulled well, yeah. her off the pin a bunch of times so she didn't get the win. They've had arguments in the middle of the ring That's where Jamie was... Hayter straight up just took off and left her before, but then the next week they're back together with no explanation. The thing is, too, having so... Jamie Hayter beat Tony Storm didn't hurt Tony Storm it, no. at all because those two can have a great rivalry they, for years to come. Mm-hmm. They probably went with the storyline of them two, like, at each other's backs, but at each other's throats. or Like, you know what I mean? Being mm-hmm. friends but not friends for way too long. Yeah, that's be. what AEW seems to do. For some reason, they run the storylines just a nut hair too. Tony long. loves long term story planning, but then he <laughs> gets sidetracked and he keeps dragging other stories. Like the yeah. original House of Black well, Julia Hart thing got drug out because of an injury. Thunder Rosa. It could have been done help. way faster and better, but it looked kind of sloppy. But it was a Malachi injury. The Thunder Rosa situation probably didn't help out with all this. <sighs> Thunder Rosa. I like Thunder Rosa, but she sucked after she got injured. Uh, next match after that, we had Jericho versus. Uh, Brian, Claudio, and Sammy Guevara. I knew Jericho was going to win that match. I thought it was going to be... I figured... Who did I... Oh, I texted my buddy right after his over. That's what happens when they put him in fatal four-way matches. I just said the writing was on the wall. Well, either that or support the loser doesn't look bad. But I was also like, Jericho's probably the best seller for the Ring of Honor pay-per-view next month. I don't think Claudio would sell it the same way. I mean, Sammy wouldn't have. Sammy wouldn't have. I think Sammy would have been cool as a champion. Yeah, it would have been dope to see him win. And then you have that on AEW, you have that Jericho versus Mm -hmm. Sammy now. But they have. Because Sammy won it from him. Is it Final Battle that's. Yeah. Yeah, Final Battle in next month. December 10th. And I mean, Jericho will sell that. Claudio will probably win, I think. I think Claudio is too predictable for the last pay per view to win, though. That's why he didn't. But I mean, it was a good match. They all beat the shit out of each other. And Brian, I knew he wasn't going to win just because he's stated so many times that he don't want no more belts. He just wants to wrestle. He likes being in the story. That's all he wants. And it's fine. He's putting on good. He's putting on bangers. Like good, good, uh, good bangers. He ain't doing Uh, so hot on the the mic and all that shit though. The on dynamite, the beginning section segment (laughs) was very bad. I think it was just. 
I thought it was fine. I know what they were trying to do, but I think it was poorly executed. It was very poorly executed. Uh, it was Soraya versus <laughs> Britt Baker. Expect more from WWE. Uh, Soraya won. Yeah, they, she yeah, had a. It was her first Brett, match back. They said Brett, it was. Brett went right after her neck the whole. Yeah, match. Yeah. Oh, dude, there was a, some nasty spots where she acted like she played it hard. Soraya sold it. Soraya wrestled really well for her first match back. Her, she didn't look because like Punk's first match back, you looked fine. Like Soraya looked probably better than Punk did in comparison to coming back their first match. <sighs> Not to saying she's better than Punk, just saying. Do you think that she? wrestled at all before this match or you think she just got in the ring and went with what oh she definitely had to do training on the back you, you gotta remember though too that punk's Creative first match bro. she was going against darby i mean like darby could only do so much darby's, to help punk i guess darby's really bigger foil for bigger guys honestly he's a bumping machine yeah he's he's there to sell big guy moves him and darby had a good match though it was good i'm but i'm saying like soraya was a little bit sharper i thought well Not, she's been wrestling since she was like 12 yeah but so. I mean, she, I, it's, she did come out and say afterwards she's not going to wrestle as rough as she could. She's not going to take pile drivers pretty much. She, she or, can't do certain. She's like Stone Cold after he broke yeah, his neck. And came she back, has said, do certain things, but sorry. she's still going to go hard. She's just not going to take those she, bumps that she doesn't have to. She'll have more of a brawl style than she will. A wrestling she's not. Style. She's not going to take unnecessary bumps. Yeah, she said another move, and I just can't remember. No, but one was definitely pile driver. She said she's not doing. And she's never really been a top rope wrestler or a high flyer, no. so it's not like she's really got to worry about too oh, much. As long as she bit. doesn't let other people put her through a fucking table every week or pile driver, like you said, every week or hit her with a chair nonstop every fucking week, you know, because they definitely did no sell her finish. I did see a real ugly looking like it was like a swinging neck breaker from like Soraya was like hanging off the side of the ring and Britt Baker did it to the outside of the ring. Oh, yeah. And then they made like a meme video of of her doing that. And then it was like everybody cringing. It was like Randy Orton cringing and a bunch of wrestlers and shit cringing to the video of her getting switched. Early part of the match, they did that like two or three times. And one part, Soraya was like selling it, laying on the ground. Like she legit got hurt again. I was like, oh God, no. Yeah, she was on uh, it. But they, she got up and wrestled afterwards and did all fine. She was on Chris Van Vliet's show and she said something about, Basically, her spinal cord didn't have any fluid around it, so that's mm-hmm. why they wouldn't let her wrestle. And then when she went to go get checked to wrestle for AAW or whatever, she said the doctor was like, you've been good to wrestle for like two years. Yeah. And she's like, what do you mean? She's like, well, the fluid's been around your spinal cord for a long time. You like, you're, you can go out and, like, there's some things you probably shouldn't do. I think but that's like, why she you did sign go, with WWE. She said the, the, whatever bone on your spine actually attaches your head to your neck, there's like a little plate there. Mm-hmm. She said that's the only thing that's not fixed. Um, she said because it can't be fixed. She said so as long as she doesn't like get kicked in the back of the head or take mm-hmm. a bunch of chops or whatever to the back of the head or land unnecessarily on her head or whatever, you know, that she should be good to go for, I don't know, however long she I wants. mean, I'm happy to see her back. She seemed legit like... Hit by the moment when she came out. She was like, you can tell she loves that stuff. Oh, yeah. And when you get that, like, pure emotion coming into it, and Britt and her sold it. I know Britt's not the best in the ring, but they did. A, they put on a good match. And that's it was better than Jade and Nyla. And that's all she's ever done. That's so not hard. You, you seen, don't like Jade, though. <laughs> I know. That's what, And that's all she's ever done, and, Soraya. So, like, you've seen what happened to her when they took wrestling away from her. She had, like, mm-hmm. a fucking public meltdown. So, oh, yeah. She, um, you know, now that she's wrestling again, I think she's... Yeah, and I'm, I'm happy she's back. She can bring that women's division up pretty high. If they learn how to book, I guess Moxley was booking, booking a lot of their, uh, her and Britt Baker's feud. Hmm. He was directing a lot of the stuff. Like when Renee was there, he was there helping them do all the stuff. I, you know what? I don't understand. How come every time they run like a video package now, they got, I got to like 
get Renee Packett's um, opinion on because they pay her and she, they want you to right, see her. but she's not like no wrestling guru. She was I, around for like a year and a half, not really on the main roster, and like for, she was like, like their lead interviewer she, backstage. She like was NXT. she ran their own show. Yeah, but I don't she, look. She was for on her. the commentary. She team. was always the commentary team before pay per view. If I'm looking for fucking advice about wrestlers to watch and what goes on where and who's gonna really just get me in a match. Renee Packett's not the one. I think she's just the le- first, like, real legit, like, sportscaster they have. Because, be like, like, she could go to fucking Michael Cole on there. She has a huge podcast with all the wrestlers now, too. And she's, like, drinking coffee and shit and sitting in a chair with, like, a, bit, like a business suit on, like, she's Stephanie McMahon. Mm-hmm. Like, that's who I feel like they're making me think I should be, like, oh, she's I could see her as McMahon being the authority level. figure. No. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> Renee Paquette, like, now the general not manager. The, no, I'm sorry. Not, not that the we don't know Tony. Like, she could probably totally do that and get away with it as a heel, but, like, I. Like whenever we're doing that, like yeah, I need like Jake Roberts or someone who's got more wrestling knowledge than just someone who's been a part of wrestling for like maybe six years of her career, because the Canadian sportscasting team she just was tired of doing that shit, so she got on with WWE and decided to come to America. Like that's cool and all, but like I need someone who's got like a little more knowledge in wrestling to really get me to really feed into Eddie Kingston and fucking, I don't know, whatever jobber they got him going against this <laughs> next week. I know you're not supposed to say that, but I did. Yeah, we did. Fuck you if you don't like it. And then uh, next up. I just mean in general. Whoever's <laughs> oh, listening. Okay. You don't like the word jobber, get the fuck out. <laughs> I'm leaving. I'm next out. up, we had the three-way match for the AEW TNT Championship. We had <laughs> your boy pup up up powerhouse Yeah. Samoa Joe and the champion Wardlow. Uh, it, We've got Wardlow written real badly. I well, feel like. they badly, still didn't. Badly. He doesn't look bad losing this match because they they booked it kind of. I didn't think Samoa Joe was coming because out with the belt. I did not because either. Powerhouse took the. I pen. thought Powerhouse was taking. Well, I thought it was going to be reversed. I thought it was going to be Wardlow and Joe blowing up on each other, and Powerhouse taking advantage and pinning Joe and getting I the thought belt. Wardlow was just going to win it back. To be honest with you, well, this makes Wardlow not look like a punk and lose. And then and Joe, now he can take both titles off Joe. At, Oh, he might be on Ring of Honor. He might take both titles off Joe. I doubt that. He might or get... they can just start throwing him at the world title. But are See, you going to have him lose? If they were the world smart, title? that's what they would do. I guess because... it does open his MJF title. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. If they were smart, that's what they would do because they had the long-term story telling with him and MJF up to the point where he broke free of them and then went and won the TNT title. The smartest thing in the world for them would to be make MJF into. I mean, I know he's kind of a good guy now. No, but, he's full heel. I, yeah, but people are cheering for him. Whatever he's, he did, well, we can talk about that in the match. He's so much of a bad guy. That he's gonna. He's a good guy. Whatever people. He's trying yeah, to get too. to the point where he's, uh, he's. I mean, obviously, he's trying to get people to boo him by insulting the towns and not showing up. Shit like that. Doing well, classic heel shit. Heel he wants to be hated. He doesn't like people. Like the fact, the fact that people like him. So, uh, uh, fuck. I forgot where I was going with this. What we were talking about? MJF and, and Wardlow. Uh, Wardlow. Wardlow. Um, if they wanted to. Book it right. The best thing they could do is have Wardlow chase MJF for the rest of fucking MJF's career as the big fucking you know bad guy over your shoulder. Remember how you treated me like shit? Now I'm coming for your title belt. Now I'm coming They'll for probably this. Be the I'm going to take everything from you just because you got it. You know what I mean? And fucking I and won't. have him beat Wardlow dirty. Have Wardlow oh yeah, you don't want War, you don't want Wardlow to win it from him the first time. You want Wardlow to win it from him like the third match. So MJF's going to win it dirty twice, and then the third one, Wardlow wins I can wins see, it. like, double or nothing, I guess. Then. And then, you know, I don't know if they write, write it right. You could have, have, have MJF um, and uh, Jungle you, Boy at Revolution. You could do four or well, five pay-per-views off of Wardlow and MJF if you do it right. And MJF, Ricky Stark's going to lose at Winner's Coming. Uh, oh, yeah. 
They're not going to take the belt right off of MJF. No, no but uh, with Ricky Starks being number one contender, as good as he is on the like, mic, and MJF. There's a battle of the belts in, I guess, January, though. MJF doesn't necessarily have to be on the show. Like or you guys said, he could just cut promos on video, and then him and Ricky Starks can but just cut promos. But he works the crowd so well. Yeah. But, yeah, he basically, the end of the match, uh, Joe, or uh, Wardlow's doing Powerbomb Symphony on Powerhouse Hobbs. He goes to pin Powerhouse, back of the head title shot from Joe, and then Joe pins Hobbs. Yeah, I would have Wardlow one step but it behind was, MJF. It was a goes. lot of big man meat being thrown around that match. Like All and, three of them are nothing but big man meat. Oh, but they're so good at throwing around their man meat. <laughs> Some, <laughs> somehow in the next couple weeks, I would have... Wardlow and MJF stumble into each other somehow. Oh, yeah, definitely have And them. then after that, you have Wardlow go, you know what? I really like this TNT title, but I really don't like MJF. I'm going to get that fucking yeah, world title, like that. man. I mean, I think we have to figure out the Moxley stuff first. And then you don't but, have to necessarily do that every month. And then you can have, like you said, it's been how many months since MJF and Wardlow had their thing? At least six months probably, right? Uh, it was uh, May. It was, yeah, it was, it was double, or, or nothing. double or nothing. Wait, say another month. He beats... A year later. He beats Ricky. Double or nothing He again. beats Ricky Starks and then rolling up on double or nothing. Say, I don't know. Say Wardlow I mean, wins that's five that fucking... that's five months from now. Six months from now. But I don't, maybe that's a because little too Because CM Punk. Well, and, it depends on how your build is. I mean, just with MJF as a champion, I don't see him holding the belt that long not in aw cm punk and mjf was revolution if if mjf starts doing cm punk numbers then he might have the belt for five months he lost the belt toward the nothing i didn't show back up because he missed all the like Paper. He missed the stuff in Vegas that we yeah but didn't we watch wardlow pin like 20 people in june Mm mm-hmm Security guards. As part of the MJF thing? Yeah. No, that was part of this, the lawsuit by Smart Mark. Oh, okay. I don't know. That was the oh, the yeah, Mark that was, stuff. wasn't it? Law- but, I mean, that was all centered around the MJF shit, though. I mean, technically. Uh, it was the fallout. It was, like, right after. I'm pretty right sure it was the after- Tony Nese storyline when he was yeah, first it was, defending it, like, it right like away. Right, it was, like, right after the fucking, <coughs> the, right after the MJF shit, they, MJF shit, they went straight into the smart Mark and Tony Nese thing. I was sad Powerhouse lost, though. Yeah, I, I really like Powerhouse. Me too. I, like, I've, like, I know you're a fan, like, big fan, but I've liked him for a while, and I, his theme song just gets in my head. <laughs> po, 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 Powerhouse. I kind of, I don't I think he just needs to do something more than show up every six months and, and make an impact and then not win a match. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I like him. Uh, next up, we had the tag team match between Jay Lethal, Double J, Jeff Jarrett, Sting, and Darby Allen. Uh, Darby took a pretty sweet ass guitar shot midair. <laughs> Jeff swings a good guitar. I mean, he's been doing it for a lot of years. It was he said slap nut in it, and that got me going. <laughs> Sting did his normal Sting stuff. I'm wondering how much longer that's going to be. He's 63 years old. Yeah. So I guess he's a, he he's a man. The best thing about Sting is he's his, almost past man. Like he his body like he never did too much over the top shit like a lot of the guys did, especially when mm-hmm. the 90s got there and guys were taking chair shots and going through tables and like doing ex- like overly extreme shit. Yeah, Sting, Sting really Sting didn't still get into that just too much. He was more of a wrestler mm-hmm. and he had and he's always. Like, his whole career, to me, has always been more of a brawler style. I mean, not that he didn't wrestle. He did suplexes and shit like that. But if you watch Sting Match, there's a lot more punches and kicks and chops and body splashes. Yeah, he's like an... You know, well, he's an 80s wrestler. Then, he didn't do a lot of the fancy shit. No, and he didn't. And he didn't have to go through his career like Mick Foley did, getting shit smashed yeah, over his head. To be he had a look. You, he to could, be honest with you, so. he didn't take a whole lot of fucking offense from people. In the early part of his no, career, I mean, if you look, watch it, the motherfucker just goes after the He barely takes Hulk it now. 
most of his best matches are against Ric Flair. And it seemed a lot of the times he was out there just giving offense, you know, and then maybe just a small amount of defense he'd give. And then well, he was supernatural. He was the a big crow. comeback, you know. And then, yeah, the crow shit. I mean, the only time He's I ever seen him really team. do anything extreme was when they fucking lit him on fire and he fell off the, the top of the, the, the yeah. When they lit him on fire and he fell off the top of the fucking Tron thing. Awesomely bad. And then you seen like a giant like safety bag that he fell on at the bottom of it. So it was like he wasn't even hurt. But I guess he was burnt. I think think he took more bad bumps in TNA than he did Mm -hmm. the first like 20 years of his fucking career. Probably, yeah. And Seth Rollins tried to break him, obviously. Goddamn Seth Rollins. Because Seth does wrestling new style versus Sting's old style. Personally, I think he just wanted to kill what was left of WCW and tried to do it. (laughs) He'll do it through a turnbuckle power Hunter Hunter probably set him down the back like they sat Shawn Michaels down the back and was like, listen, you got to understand. We uh we can't have this WCW bullshit continue. You have to you have to end it for us. It's crazy that that's even a spot on this card now that I think about it. Like I like watch like the match was fine, but it was Sting and Darby Allen always have a tag match just towards the back at end. every pever- every pay per view, and it's always just someone different. And they never go anywhere with any stories outside. I'm it, like, it, Sting must have Tony's it, balls in a vice. It blows my mind that in 2022, now Darby deserves a spot on the card, but Sting hasn't been on TV. <laughs> for what three months yeah but it's sting though every time he comes out it's like it's fucking sting. <laughs> it's true but it's so weird like their storyline like he jay lethal's to, a mid card he doesn't have to be on tv guy well and aw is a mid card guy for sure i mean they haven't used jay lethal to his full potential <laughs> he needs to change like. a little bit to go top of that card he needs a little he's also a little older i guess now too that's he's pr- past yeah. his prime well that's the good part say. of it too is they made him lose like his first fucking that 10 too. matches in AEW. so now he's just like hey, he's just a really good this guy, guy just loses but he's a great wrestler i'll yeah. watch him he's good on the show. mic yeah. but i do like that jeff jarrett's always the last outlaw it's crazy to me that in 2022 jeff jarrett is uh, as well number one still wrestling and good shape and as he's in better shape than a lot of those and as relevant as he is as much as I the mean, motherfucker's been hated his whole entire career you know oh, he's I mean, the worst he's, in wwe he's fucking his, his fault wcw ended like, I've seen Jeff Jarrett live this year wrestling in three different places. I love Jeff Jarrett, man. I've loved him I since. Lo- like I mean, you know how hard it was for me to go J E double F J A double R E double T double J Jeff Jarrett when I said his name. Southern Justice Jeff Jarrett is when I really started to like Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, Deborah. He had basically it was the chosen one. Midian, Midian, and ah shit, who was his tag? I can't remember who his tag team partner was when they were. With the Hillbilly Jim. They were Hillbilly Jim, but he was the manager, and then it was Midian and the other dude. I think he just got a lot of flack because when he first started TNA, he kind of went like dirt, he got like real shitty there for a while. Well, that and like people, when he did stuff, then people, he started galactic, people, global wrestling. People sucked. put a lot of the blame of WCW going out of business on Jeff Jarrett, too, which well, he's totally always, wasn't his fault. It was well, his business deals, you know, I and mean, shit, but. He also, he's also been kind of an asshole a lot of his career. Yeah, I mean, well, he yeah. held up Vince McMahon for money. I mean, a lot of people have done that, though. <laughs> and they usually don't <laughs> succeed much longer. Yeah, but, but Vince, he did. Vince retired he did. him like four or five times after that, so, you know. <laughs> I mean, he's now like in charge of live events for <laughs> AEW, who's so he'll really be doing all the booking. Who's history. really the sucker there, to be honest with you? Kept hiring his ass back after he fucked him over a couple times, so. That's true. I mean, Vince hires everyone back. Yeah, that's good for the fans, pal. Whatever makes a dollar for him. Well, I say you might have got a couple, but Vince got a couple more. Anyway, Sting and Darby won. <laughs> of course, Sting did a big jump off something. That surprised me. I thought they were going to let Jeff Jarrett win after he started talking about body bags. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett's all... <laughs> he said Slapnut on TV again did this week. Yeah, he did. Every time I pop. Like, Slapnut was the greatest term in high school. Actually, the best part, when uh, he first showed back up in AEW and he hit 
whoever with the guitar. Recent killer, like, who's the old guy that just hit whoever with the guitar? And I'm like, that's Jeff Jarrett. He used to call me and Gene a geriatric slap ass. <laughs> but then uh, how he said something about slap nuts or whatever, and Reese goes, wait, does he really punch somebody in the nuts? Because no. you're not supposed to do that. He slap- <laughs> no, he slaps them. That's what I would have said. <laughs> he just gives him a love to And then the next punch. day, I was, wearing a shirt, I was wearing my shirt that says slap nuts on it, and she goes, wait, you like that guy? I'm like, yeah. Because yeah. he's the ch- 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 chosen one. I always wanted one of those fucking jerseys. I never got one. Uh, next on the card, we had Jamie Hayter beating Tony Storm for the championship. Good match. Like you were saying earlier, great rivalry because they are they know each other. Mm-hmm. Jamie Hayter's they, a they good too. They dude. train together. Yeah, they're also both young, younger, so they can build around that division for a while. I like Tony Storm a lot, too, but I don't know, something about Jamie Hayter, man. She's, she won Jamie me Hader's- over. She in there, dude, in ring, fucking putting in that she work is, every week, man. She's, she's a good wrestler. She's funny. I mean, like, she's a good wrestler. Like you said, I mean, like, I've never heard her talk just too much. Oh, uh, she's been on some of Ethan Page's vlogs, and she was on a toy hunt with him. Yeah. Her boyfriend's Charlie. He's a backstage guy. I don't like Ethan Hunt or Ethan Page. I mean, so. Oh, sorry. You don't Damn like Ethan Hunt. <laughs> this message will self-destruct in five <laughs> <Yeah>. seconds. <laughs> oh shit, my phone. <laughs> no, uh, good all-around match. I mean. I like I like how they uh, honor Tony Storm's uh, championship run now yeah. since Thunder Rosa gave up the title. Mm-hmm. Yep, Thunder Rosa has been stripped of the title, but because she's not supposed to be back till next February at earliest, we'll see if it happens. Which they did say done. they were expecting her back like December. That's why they gave her the interim tag, like the title. That's why think, they thought she'd be back by now. I don't think she's coming back. She's That's a show, very big possibility. She's, she's going to show up at the Royal Rumble. She, I do. She's, she's been she's been on she's been on the radio saying a whole lot of shit about how she wishes she could be at WrestleMania and how she she'd love to be in the Royal it's Rumble. It's the weirdest shit, but she posts on Twitter how her, she's grateful for everything and she'll be back strong. Her dream matches with Bianca Belair at WrestleMania is what her dream matches. Well, that's yeah, a pretty well, shitty that, dream match. Well, the bad part oh, is really Bi- well. Bianca Belair, Bianca is, Belair uh, sucks dream. ass. Guess who happens to be the top of the women's division in WWE right now? Guess Bianca who happens to have the worst women's division? And Bianca what would make Belair. money at WrestleMania or the Royal you, Rumble you, other than seeing someone like Thunder Rosa show up? You, you know, somebody Bianca, other than Thunder Rosa probably. You know, Bianca Belair wants to wrestle Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania. And, I would watch that. And with Thunder like Rosa, Rhea Ripley, so with Thunder Rosa like owning Thunder Rosa. Mission Pro Wrestling, right? Isn't that what she runs owns? I'm sure Triple H is salivating to get some of them female wrestlers in the company. He likes the women's wrestlers for whatever reason. He's a lot of the well, they're spread out a lot more across the <clears throat> WWE versus. Well, I, he AEW. just, uh, I don't know, for whatever reason, Triple H has a big thing for the women's wrestlers. Probably because he has daughters, and he probably mm-hmm. hopes that someday there'll be women's wrestlers. Maybe I mean, he maybe appreciates not. the business as a whole. He wants good across yeah, the board. Well, yeah, yeah, but it seems to me like when you hear a lot of the interviews with the women, that he spends a lot of personal time with them, helping with their characters and some of the in-ring whatnot. So with a whole helps. entire female women's organization to work with, or be able to pick indie wrestlers from here and there or be able to go down there and scout and you don't even got to drive around you can just go straight to one place you know i feel like her that's why they keep booker t on salary he's got that houston wrestling you can get Book, guys from there without booker t to go. is a commentator on nxt yeah but i mean and i actually watched nxt for the first time in a long time this week i can't handle when he says shucky ducky I, oh, quack quack dude Get rid of Booker T on commentary, please. <laughs> He's there because he owns that wrestling company, and they can get guys from get, it without get, having to recruit. Get somebody else to be with Vic Joseph. I get it, man, but he's they don't have to recruit by doing that. They, they got a wrestling company. Like it makes me not want to watch NXT. But, yeah, Thunder Rosa has been very candid about wanting to be in WrestleMania, in the Royal Rumble, wants to wrestle Bianca Belair. They had Bianca Belair on the radio, and they both were talking together at the same time because uh, she co-hosts on Fridays now with Dave the whole entire show. 
It's almost hard to listen to. What, Thunder Rosa does? Yeah. Did they get over their issues? I, yeah, I guess. Uh, he's supposed to get a tattoo of her face on his ass, but I don't think that's nice. going to happen. Um, so, I, li- I like it when he, uh, was it was the last Thanksgiving whenever she came to his house or whatever? Because yeah. she's friends with his wife? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they were supposed to be in a tag team match for Thanksgiving this year, but because she's hurt, uh, she couldn't do it. It was supposed to be at Mission Pro. So it didn't happen, but they were supposed to be in a tag team match. All right. Next up. <laughs> We had the acclaimed versus Swerve in Our Glory. Yeah, the acclaimed. We already talked about it. Yeah, they retained. Cl- they're uh, still the champs. They just broke up when uh, Swerve wanted to use pliers on Anthony Bones' fingers. I think. Yeah, I don't think they well, broke up because yeah, they decided to have a conversation. Yeah, the, well, Keith Lee the, walked the hand, out. The hand went up on yeah. TV on yeah. Dynamite this week. I was gonna say that was Swerve putting his hand up though. But in yeah. the match, he uh, he walked we, straight we, out in the middle of the match. Like, we he gave uh, Bones yeah. a pat on the back and walked out. It had to be a personal conversation. But I think they're split. I think it's going to be a little feud they have for a while before one of them gets a title shot. Because both of them deserve. Both it. of them could actually be world champion, probably. I. Yeah, Swerve's they both a really good heel. Keith Lee's an awesome big man. I don't know if Keith Lee can be a heel though. He doesn't need to be a heel. He can be nah, an awesome big be, guy. He'd be a face champ. He's a good face. Uh, and then we had the main event: MJF versus Moxley with uh, Regal coming out, sliding the brass knucks when he distracted Moxley, and Moxley, Moxley got the punch. But MJF did tap out one of the sickest spots. Moxley, I think this was the right spot. Moxley pile drove. Uh, MJF threw a table to the outside. That was pretty cool. It was a good match. They beat Moxley beat the shit out of him, and then he did like a fake. He went to put on the diamond ring, and then it was like, uh, fucking Regal outside's like no. So he slid out the ring, and then he tapped out to the rear naked rear choke. naked choke thing, the bulldog choke. No, yeah. and then he had to go get the ref, and then he slid in the knucks, clocked Moxley, and Moxley acted like he was knocked out for the rest of the show. And then the Blackpool Combat Club had to come wake him up, tell him what happened. And tell him it's all right, hey, Mo- buddy. But, Moxley's good at But he wrestled dead. the whole match as a face. You remember uh, the MJF Poofy did. match? I do. But, like, MJF ran out of the tunnel at the beginning, like, Aah! acting like a big face for everyone. So that's where I'm saying he's he was playing up the face thing for this whole feud. Yeah, but then but at the very end, he's like, no, nah, he'll fuck you. He definitely wants people to dislike him, but people are... But yeah, when he ran out of the tunnel, he'll go, yeah! I was like, oh my God. He's, he's definitely they were also now. in New Jersey. You know that had to have been one of the most fun things for him. being Because he, he wants to be a heel, yeah. but getting to act like a face every once in a while. And the worst schmarmy, douchebaggy face, John Cena, hustle, loyalty, <laughs> respect, God, garbage, piece of shit. But that had been fun for a little bit. But good show overall. What would you give it out of ten? Uh, not nine point five. Still got wood. No, probably like an eight point five. Hmm. It's probably an A level show. Probably an eighty seven. So you could round her to an A for a good extra credit. I'm still waiting on my guy Adam Cole to come back, dude. Adam, Cole, it's kind of weird that he hasn't back, and it's kind of worrying that he's not back. Yeah, they say that he's been doing stuff regularly on Twitch and things like Which that is, too, though. So I don't think he's. I maybe yeah. he's. Not medically clear, but I don't think he's in dire. Because if you have a bad enough concussion, you ain't playing fucking video games. I mean, apparently well. Hangman's coming back ain't. pretty well, too. So. There's a few people I've known that have had concussions, things like that. You're dizzy. Shit. But everyone Man. is different, though. I don't give a fuck. You and know. especially you, if you've had them multiple times is when it gets bad. You're not group streaming on Twitch and laughing and having a great time with your friends. I mean, that involves no so 
that involves no like damage to your body though i guess i don't know and I, just, I would rather like if i had a concussion you wanted to hang out and play video games i wouldn't say no i have a concussion i'd be like this is probably better for me till you start playing video games and fucking you get vertigo and pass I out and suck puke already on, so. puke and shit yourself <laughs> i hope i'm not that concussed you like up, i wouldn't be doing it the day after and you wake up like what happened here and your old lady's out at a dinner date with christian cage <laughs> She hopped then what over. do you do? Nothing, because you can't even get your leg up for a super kick because you get edge. dizzy. Yeah. The real important part is, is, is Christian buying us dinner? Because, I mean, if he's buying uh, us dinner, Britt we're Baker, going, we're going to dinner. Actually, I don't know if it was ever clear what happened there with Britt Baker and Christian and all that. It was just that she might they have aren't, been, They aren't using it as a storyline on TV her, yet. So. Her and Christian might have been touching butts, and Adam Cole found Ooh, out about it. touching him. butts. Now it's a secret. No you know knows. what happens when you touch butts. All I know is the storyline. It wasn't a storyline. It was real life that got disappeared real quick. Well, so, I mean, shit happens. But then she was saying all kinds of great things about it on Cold the other day, so I was like, well. Maybe they, they were on an episode of a Bar Rescue together. He's just trying to kiss yeah. his ass real hard so she, he don't kick her out or whatever. <laughs> and she probably makes more money than he does, to be honest She's a real dentist, right. so she has real yeah, guaranteed. money. Guaranteed. But he's well. been a top-tier indie wrestler for... Give a fuck. She's got dentist yep. money, dog. He has t-shirt money. And he's Mom, got, she's he, got insurance. The Young Bucks have more money than <laughs> she does. She's do got, do she's, you see the statement about her doing dentistry still? She's like... I went to school for like eight years. Of course, I'm still gonna do this. Yeah, yeah. she's 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 uh she started wrestling around. She's only been doing it five years. She's got Adam insurance. Cole's been top tier. Oh, yeah, give a fuck what the young bucks got. How many shirts they got? In fucking I, they hot have topic. insurance too. They, they got five. Uh, they they don't have any five. right now. Actually, when oh, me and Dick know. when me and Dick went to the mall, they don't. Well, have their any, deal's not with them anymore. There's they don't have at any fucking stores though. They don't have any Bullet Club, no uh, Young Bucks, no Kenny Omega Jack shit at all. They didn't have no AEW shirts at all at any place. Hmm. That's bad marketing. It was man. weird because normally. But who else goes to a hot topic? A lot of fucking people, though. That's because you have to go you on have to go to a mall WWE to or yeah, AEW shop. When we shop. were in that bitch, it was, we couldn't even barely walk in there. There were so many people in that <laughs> motherfucker, dude. And they have so many things in there that you trip over a thing you walk in anyway. But we went in there just to strictly look to see what if they had any. Like, Did you guys check the clearance rack? Oh, yeah. There was nothing, dude. Because they, they Young Bucks have the shoes in uh, Foot Locker right now. Mm-hmm. So uh, I know when's, why wouldn't they still have shit, shit and hot topics? So we when, went in there Wednesday, and checked it out. And there's Wednesday nothing. night, Dick was wearing his track suit and the shoes, so he, <sighs> he was totally being Dick Jackson that night. It makes me glad I bought that fucking uh, Bullet Club jacket when I had the chance to get it. It was a little, it was way expensive, but I, I you know, I never find it again. Probably. I'm pretty sure there's a couple times during the night I yelled "Super Kick Party" and slapped my leg. Oh, Super Kick Party! <laughs> All right, we want to. Run down the card of uh, Survivor Series War Games. War Games. I don't know the card. It's up to you. I'll look at it. War Games. You looked at the last one. Yeah, I also and have we might actually watch up. this premium live event if I remember tomorrow night. I'm going to watch I'm it. I'm proud of you. You said premium live event. Well, I, uh, ain't pay-per-view anymore. I'm excited to see AEW blood- has pay-per-views. I'm excited to see the bloodline. I, I mean, I like War Games matches in general. That's and they're grouped up this time instead of just one of them wrestling, so it should be interesting. I, bought, I just bought Reese a uh, Bloodline shirt for Christmas. There you go. She likes you, you them. You got him an honorary Oos. Eh, no, because she, she doesn't. I mean, she likes the Bloodline. Not really I don't think Sammy. that goes on for much longer anyway. Yeah, I think this might be the turning and then, point. And then Cohen's getting the new uh, Drew McIntyre shirt. He's lame. No, you're kidding. Drew McIntyre. <laughs> he likes Drew McIntyre. They might both be lame. <laughs> Speaking of Drew McIntyre, we have the men's War Games match, the Bloodline. <laughs> <coughs> Roman Reigns, The Usos, Solo Sequoia, Sami Zayn taking on the brawling brutes of Sheamus, Ridge Holland, and Butch, <laughs> Drew McIntyre, and Kevin Owens. Just give him his name back for fuck's sake. Yeah, Pete Dunn. 
I think that if the bloodline does lose, it's because of Sami Zayn. Joining back with Kevin. Or he gets pinned because he doesn't want to fight Kevin Owens. For some reason, he gets powerbombed because he doesn't want to fight. It'd be some kind of shit like that. Shenanigans. Who's doing the big spot in the match? Who's jumping off the top of the cage? Jay. I, I would say Jay. Kevin Owens? No, nah, he's just got to come back from a strained calf or hurt injury something. He I mean, had some, he'll jump through some tower stairs. It was, it was his MCL. I don't see him doing anything overly extreme. Jay or Jimmy will be going off the top. I actually something. wouldn't be surprised if Drew McIntyre maybe go off Solo, the cage. Solo might do something out, out of the ordinary. Pete Dunn might jump off something. Yeah, Pete Dunn will jump off something. Ridge Holland, I hope he gets his neck broken. That's nice. I do. Well, he fucking broke. He ended Big E's career, so fuck him. Big Ernesto can never wrestle again because some fucking chody. We don't know. Do we don't know that yet. Head suplex. He ain't wrestling ever again, dude. Never. Again. We don't know that yet. I know that. Okay. You don't have to admit it to yourself. The bad part is we don't have to predict this match because we already know the bloodline's winning. Maybe they're, they're not going to let the bloodline lose. See, that's well. That's the thing is you can have them lose because it's a war games match. And if Roman doesn't get pinned, it protects him from looking weak, and then they can be I don't know. Say he can be mad at whoever lost. What if Jimmy loses? What what if they Ro- have the match but won? Ro- Roman's on a winning streak. Like he hasn't lost in as long as he doesn't get pinned. Roman's still, boring. He's on the team though. It's still a loss. I don't. As long as he, I think as long as he doesn't. I think get he's pinned, lost though. like other matches. I don't think he's it, lost his. I'm pretty sure it's just pinned. I, I'm pretty sure he hasn't been pinned himself. I don't think he's actually lost a match that no, he's been a part of. He's boring as up. shit. I haven't watched in a long time. <laughs> That's something we should look up. I thought the I thought it was just he hadn't himself been pinned and oh and for a three count and so so long, but um, three count was better than Roman. Wasn't three. he in a tag team match that they lost here not too long ago, or maybe it ended by disqualification or something? That I'm not sure of. But we do have the women's war game match: Bianca Belair, Oscar, Alexa Bliss, Mia Yim. To be announced. Versus uh, Damage Control, which is Bailey, EO, and Dakota, and then Rhea Ripley and Nikki Cross. It'll prob- I hope Damage Control wins. They're an actual faction. They should actually be able to work together to win. Well, they have the advantage because Rhea. Well, the heels should always have an advantage in these matches. <laughs> they won. Because, they won the advantage. Because good guys match. can't take advantage of advantages yeah, and be good guys technically. I guess Roman could because he's a heel good guy. Which tonight on SmackDown, they have the uh, advantage match for the men, but it's tag match. I think it's Sheamus and Drew McIntyre versus the Usos. I'll see what happens tomorrow. Or I'll be surprised when I just watch it. You'll watch it. This is going to I'm not be- watching SmackDown. Well, no, you're going to watch War Games, though. <laughs> Figuring they put me. War Games in it. <laughs> if you remind me, it's on. <laughs> Oh, we'll text you. We'll be like, hey, oh, I'll probably you see a group chat about it going on. And be like, oh yeah, that's on. Oh yeah, <clears throat> I should probably watch that. I got, I pay for the cock. I do pay for Peacock and watch it the least. <laughs> uh, you got the SmackDown Women's Championship match: Ronda Rousey versus Shotzi Blackheart. Rousey. Well, yeah, I like Shotzi, but they're not having Rousey lose. Uh, the United States Championship match: Seth Rollins versus Bobby Lashley versus Austin Theory. It'd be cool if Theory won, but I think Rollins is retaining. I actually like the new uh, Austin Theory. He just kind of feels like he's been squashed ever since like that, so I feel like he needs a win to maintain any kind of momentum. I, I just like he's trying to be serious now. Well, he's the heel in this whole dynamic, too, which is the weirdest part because uh, Bobby Lashley still listed as a face internally. 
Even though he's the one that cost. Even though he's attacked Brock after the like the match and all this other he's shit, the, he's still a face. He's the reason that Austin Theory is not the United States champion. Yeah, and I believe Seth's still a face. The last time Roman was, I mean, always, like, the last time Roman Reigns was pinned for a three count was uh, TLC 2019. He has lost matches since then, but he hasn't actually been pinned. He's been so, DQ'd. Uh, he, he, he's not technically undefeated. But he just hasn't lost a title match or himself been pinned in a match. So the bloodline could lose the match. And what I'm thinking is going to happen if they do lose a match, and the thought just came to my head, Sammy and Jay have been getting along with each other. So I, I feel like someone's going to have the match won, and someone's going to be like, you're not getting that pin because you're not an actual Uso. And Sammy then Jay could... is going to cost them the win, and then Roman's going to be mad at Jay instead of Sammy, and then that's going to start the downfall of what probably by WrestleMania will be the end of the bloodline, but Sammy will probably get kicked out. He'll bring that. in the real Ooze, well, the Rock. Sam, it's definitely nation. I mean, they did say right uh, they did say Rock was Sam, supposedly coming gonna back have earlier to a, than WrestleMania. Sammy's so. gonna have to get a title shot though. He's he's riding too big of a wave not to get a title shot. Sammy's Sammy did what the acclaimed did. If anything, except for WWE will squash it. If any if anything, he'll get a tag team title shot because this thing's been with Jay, not Roman. So yeah, but he's that's get, where the beef. He originally at. started to get close to Roman to get the title shot. Yeah, no, but with KO and everything, I well, feel they've like already gonna go right on to Monday Night Raw. They already had KO say that I'm coming for Roman Reigns. Yeah, uh, we'll he see. should take. The and then he out. also told Kevin Patrick on the commentary desk that since uh, he's on the commentary desk with him for that to talk during the six man tag match they had, uh, his name was uh, fuck I don't remember whatever he told him his name was a few months ago. I seen that Brock Lesnar refused to work with Kevin Owens. Yeah, but they were saying that was like taken out of context. It was back when Owens was world champion, so this would have been like WrestleMania 33 still. But they said it was just like out of context when Kevin was a lot younger in his career, like when he first joined WWE. Mm, still. I mean, he's also I mean, Seth said he'd never work with uh, Riddle. Yeah, well money. They still really <laughs> they still really haven't yet though either. They've They've interacted at least. I thought they had a match. Well, they never actually officially had the match. But they did a story together. That's I mean, they together. just they just beat the shit out of each other. They never actually really had the match. They didn't get to have the match, did they? It was supposed to happen at SummerSlam. That's right. Never and that happened. real guy injured. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. And then he showed up at the SummerSlam and like did a run-in or whatever, right? Yep. Yeah, I forgot about that. Because that was the match I was looking forward to most at SummerSlam. That's but I bad. did get, to, but I did get to see Brock drive a tractor into the ring and flip it upside down. Matt Riddle was on like a real like upward trend there. Still for a while. he still is, man. He's yeah. got his bongs. He got slowed up by Randy Orton, and well, now he's the, and now that he's the weed guy. He'll never be champion. They were supposed to end him and Riddle at WrestleMania this he'll year. He'll be uh, the new fucking Godfather, it. Road Dog Jesse James character for the rest of his career. He might win the U.S. title or IC title if that's still a thing. So Orange Cassidy? Yeah, the inter the Intercontinental title. Uh way. Guter has the Intercontinental The thing with Orange title. Cassidy though is he might win the AEW world title someday. He's good. He's Tony Khan's favorite wrestler. I like him. <laughs> he he's puts on right. good matches with everybody. He's all right. He's, he's, he's I don't he think his character works. He was for in a, a triple title. he was in the triple threat match and Pack and Kenny at Yeah, but that's against dudes his own size. You put him against people bigger than him, and he gets blowed out. You can see that against Wardlow. It was really bad after about the nine minute mark. It was I think he's the saddest shit ever. And then we then we got one more match. It's a AJ Styles and Finn Balor. Oh, that's gonna be a good one. They'll probably put it down. I I wish that they could just call it. I wish it was the club six years ago, but yeah, I wish I could just call it the Bullet Club and like we're gonna see who's in control. 
But, you know, I guess this Bullet Club's still out there. I hope they just form thing, a full so. Bullet Club and kick Judgment Day Shit. garbage out. What's Jay White doing right now? Speaking of Bullet Club. Uh, he's getting ready for Wrestle he, Kingdom. Yeah, he defends the title against Okada. I fucking want him on American TV all the time. He'll be week. back next summer. Yeah, I don't want to see him. He'll show probably up be back around once a, a week on fucking. AEW. I could see him and Kenny having some interaction at. A, I'd love to. What if he's on a? What if it's America Kenny and went to fucking the, Impact Wrestling? What are you doing? Let's, nah, he went where whoever would pay him. He doesn't have a contract. Let's just hope that Okada doesn't drop kick oh. Jay White in the head. So Tony probably was like, I'll, "I'll let you wrestle here for five years," and he was like, "No, nah, dog, I just want a small." And they're like, "No, no, no, it's got to be five years or nothing." All right, I'll go to. I Impact. think he'll end up joining AEW down the road. I don't know. Triple H in charge of WWE now. Shit might be the landscape true. might be a little I, different. It is. It really is. You know, and it's uh, all about like where they want to like the, what their work life balance they want. The what cultures changed a lot around WWE. Some in a of short them, amount of time. So. And we all say it. We were all kids. We all like if you were a wrestler you, you fan, wanna, you wanted to work for WWE. Yeah, you. That's wanna, becoming less and less. You want to be WWE champion, and you want to win it at WrestleMania. But that's our generation. As they get younger and younger yeah. that becomes less and less to them because it was it, well, WWE sucked there for a while it, it just depends on how they go like well, we hit perfect time we are perfect age yeah if if they keep going with WWE six the way they're older, going right now then i could still see people wanting to go back there and start being a part of that company again but if they start to go back in that way that like vince mcmahon was doing things on his way out Ain't nobody want to be a part of that shit, well, dude. I mean, it goes in. They all go in waves. They go up and down. Not the early '90s sucked for WWF. It, if we were six years older and that was the wrestling we grew up on, would you be as big of a fan? No. If see now, we grew up in the '82 weeks period, which was where good. I feel like where Vince McMahon was taking the WWE. It was everyone would potentially be what what would happen in the next couple of years would be <coughs> we would have just straight up hollywood actors in wwe and there would be no actual professional yeah. wrestlers in wwe anymore there would only be former baseball players and nba players and like actual hollywood actors or people like jake paul and logan paul and there won't be a triple h or an owen hart or yeah. a stone cold steve austin there won't be nobody like that anymore there won't be chris and if you want to watch guys like that you would have to go to an AEW or a fucking new japan pro wrestling or impact to watch that and if you wanted to watch ww it'd just be like watching i don't know what was the huge variety show on abc nbc that showed a bunch of people doing wild ass shit Something like that is what it would become. Is what probably Vince McMahon. There's a direction that Vince McMahon. I feel like was steering the ship. Like ten years from now, it would have been just a giant variety show with Hollywood people. On and it. Triple H does have a better and eye for modern wrestling. Like, well, he wants wrestling, not a wants, variety show with like a been Saturday Night Live almost. I feel like in ten years from now, I feel just like a WWE, variety show. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it would have been wrestling. It would have just been this is where Hollywood guys go to die. Basically, you know, the end of our career, or we just. I don't know. I just don't. I feel like it was heading to a real bad place. But with him in charge, it, him being more wrestling oriented and more the love for that, like that's why you see Johnny Gargano so much now. Yeah, like and, I ain't the biggest and fan Ciampa of his. If he wasn't and, injured, but yeah, I ain't the biggest fan of Gargano, and like I think they're using them too much, probably for the spot he's in. That's your thoughts, right? But I like Gargano. He's great. But like he's a wrestler. I want DIY again. Though. And Triple H likes wrestlers. I liked so him I blowing it. the whistle on the Miz. So <laughs> I don't know. It's just. He's he's kind of one dimensional. Oh, this will probably be the first. <laughs> I like Johnny Gargano, but he's just one dimensional. Because I definitely did not watch 
fucking crown jewel or whatever garbage that was. I'm just waiting for WrestleMania lights to go out and then Undisputed get Era's music to hit and all of them come out and lay, lay waste to the bloodline. Like I said a couple weeks ago, the only person that can beat Roman Reigns is Adam Cole. <laughs> They're you, also building. You'd be around. You'd be okay with I that. I didn't see it on. I the think cr- Dick would cry. No, I, I said a couple weeks ago. Yeah, he goes, "Fuck you, <laughs> fuck you." I, I didn't see it on the card, but SmackDown hasn't happened yet. But they've also been building Bray Wyatt versus LA Knight, so yeah. that might happen. I did see the rumor LA Knight. They're talking about him Money in the Bank next year. See, I feel like that's stupid too because, like, okay, you finally got LA Knight back instead of having him beat some goober and being like, oh, it's LA Knight. It's back. It's his game. He's got a fucking run. You're going to throw him straight to Bray Wyatt, and uh, then you're going to punish Bray Wyatt instead you, of giving him a top-tier star to go at. You're have you seen Bray LA Wyatt? Knight. Bray Wyatt never won. Bray yeah, Wyatt but, lost all the fucking but time. All he should have won all the time. Yeah, I get nah, about all the time. But with all uh, the hype surrounding him coming back, and as much as oh, people loving it, the first person you're going to give him to wrestle is L.A. Knight. I mean, if been Max on. Dupree for the last six months. No. It sucks for L.A. Knight, Fuck too, that. You need to give him... Drew McIntyre, or maybe not Drew McIntyre because he's a good guy. Give him fucking Baron Corbin or fucking somebody who deserves to get their ass beat on TV that people would love to see just get stomped out. Somebody that's Which Cor- Corbin's with JBL right now. Even better than fucking, you can have JBL Bray Wyatt fucking versus? with both of them at the same time and, J- and JBL's a real life bully. You know, and fuck instead of just LA Knight trying to be a pretend like bully, you know, by uh, he, he hit him, didn't he? But, yeah. Or no. L.A. Knight was cutting a promo a couple weeks ago when Bray Wyatt hit him, H- and then he him. gave him a free shot at him, right? And then L.A. Knight decided to take more than one free shot. Yeah, punched him in the face. Um, So that's what's kicked us off. I don't know. I just feel like it's a bad start for both of them. I do. I think L.A. Knight should just be beating up a rando, or maybe... I don't know. I don't know. I don't watch SmackDown enough to know who like guys are on there that just like Mustafa Ali, maybe. I don't know who's on SmackDown. Mustafa Ali's in a storyline with the United States title. See, I don't know who on SmackDown that's like a, not necessarily a jobber, but not popular enough to win a match. You could put... Like Ricochet? LA, there you go. LA Knight and Ricochet, just to get LA Knight over a little bit as a, a character coming back. Well, right now on SmackDown, they're doing the World Cup thing. And to be honest with you, it doesn't matter who they put Bray Wyatt against. It doesn't. I suppose. Soccer in sucks. the grand scheme of things as far as a comeback match, but I just think LA Knight's not a good one for him. It's just a weird, on. it's weird. I think it's like you were saying, I don't think it's a high enough person for Bray to face. And I think it's someone trying to come back that doesn't need a loss this early. I feel like it's going to ruin probably LA Knight's run. It'll hurt <laughs> that he hasn't momentum. gotten yet. And Bray It'll, Wyatt, it's not going to help or hurt well, him at all because it's just LA Knight. LA Knight might be part of Bray Wyatt's little group thing. That too. We might find out more about that too. Because they keep doing weird things behind fucking LA Knight. Maybe, or it's the maximum male models fucking with him. Could be. Right? Uh, what's his name? Mansoor? Mon- no, Mansoir. Mansoir. And, man- and what's the other one? Uh, Actually, it's... It was Mace. Mache. Which, speaking of that, <laughs> when Tuesday, Tuesday night on NXT, Dominic Dodjakovic came back. Yeah, who's, uh, who's this fucking cat? Uh, who's, who is Scripps? Oh, sh- that's, that's, that's a, that Reginald dude. Yeah, it's Reggie. And it's so bad. What are we doing? It's Why do so they keep trying bad. to, like, there's squirts of Vince McMahon still trying he to get him there not, somehow? If he didn't come back with a mask on, it probably would have been a billion times better. They did it to A-Kid, too, though. When they brought him over from NXT UK, they made him that fucking uh, Axum I seen, superhero. I seen it on fucking uh, Facebook. It said scripts and a picture of him. And I was like, I would have turned the channel immediately just by looking at the cat. I mean, come on. Yeah, he's, it's Reggie. 
His wrestling attire was so bad that I was like, you know what? I would just change the channel if I had to watch That's this That's 93 WWF level garbage. And scripts? Bastion Booger. Like, the scripts that we read in the back to get you ready to go out on the fucking... But with a Y instead of an I. You, you did... Did you see the uh, go to sleep that Dijak gave fucking Wesley at the end of the night? No, I, I saw I, the one I Kenny the next gave. What, dude, fucking Wesley was already on the ground laying down before... He got his knee up. I haven't, uh, I haven't watched. Yeah, well, NXT Kenny did it to pack, I believe, and it was pretty decent. I haven't watched NXT since, but since it went rainbow, it's not rainbow anymore. Yeah, it's, it's, it's back to black and gold. I feel like it's still the same thing. I haven't though. watched. I got NXT bored and watched it the other night. Until Steiner claims his name, I don't give a fuck about NXT at all. If he comes to WWE, I still or main roster, I won't give a fuck about him there either. The lone member of MSK that's left, he, uh, he's the North American champion. With the guy with a stupid name, Wesley. Yeah, yeah, Wesley. Oh, Wesley. I'm sorry. All right, you guys got some high spots of the week or two weeks or the month. MGF getting his title finally. I mean, okay. that was worth it. I that mean, was good, yeah. I mean, he did it. The match was good. Like I said, that pile driver through the table was looked fucking awful. Uh, I it looked did, like it hurt, I should say. We really didn't cover it too hardcore, but like I said earlier... Um, I've been extremely hard on Ricky Starks for the whole entire podcast since we started this month. Well, you can talk about Ricky Starks. Um, I like Ricky Starks. I'll I'll defend him with you. Uh, but he uh, he in the last few months or whatever with his promo work and some of the in work shit in ring stuff that I watched him do since he hasn't been like injured injured, but it seems like he gets injured a lot. But um, like he actually impressed me quite a bit um, to the point where I was like, you know, he's good enough on the mic that you could let him have a decent run. And you don't have to be the greatest wrestler in the world as long as you make people believe on the mic. And he does enough over-the-top shit that it's just he thinks he's The Rock, and that's my problem with him. He dresses like he's The Rock. He's very flamboyant. Like a, that's tra- a style, you, you I can, guess. You can just tell he's trying to be Rock in, like, 98, 99. He's hardcore. Probably like seven straight, years younger than us, which straight, means Rock was... That Hollywood Rock was huge. Straight to the hairstyle. I mean, fucking give him a Brahma bull on his arm. You can call him Rock Light. I mean, you can't. And maybe he knows that. And maybe he's just running with that. Because, I, I mean, Booker does. T did the same shit in WCW because people compared him to The Rock so much. He started using the fucking rock bottom and called That's it the, the book. That's the bookend. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> he uses his left arm and not the right. You right. better not it's say like, Scorpion Death Drive. Yeah. Rock is the same as a... Uh, right. It's left sharpshooter? Arm, left, no, it isn't. Left, left leg instead of the right leg. Just like the walls of Jericho is not the same as the Lion Tamer. Yeah, yeah. Knee in the back and all that. Uh, fucking. It's not a Boston crab. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, man, that's 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 probably got to be mine. Uh, I like also, when he does uh, the hand thing. Yeah. Um, and he I, plays the air guitar. And then I think War Games Survivor Series is my better. is my next. One. I'm glad that War Games finally made it back to because Vince McMahon was like that will never ever happen, and then it's like eh, Trip was like yeah right. Uh, it was kind of a fun like I never experienced War Games as a child because I wasn't a WCW fan. By the time we would understand the, it, the it best, was real goofy. The best, the best part is you think at Thanksgiving yesterday he's like hey pops guess what <laughs> War Games. <laughs> so when um, WCW closed or whatever and WWE started doing all them dvds they had like the one was the actually i think they just had a war games dvd they brought out it was a, like every single war games match ever basically and i remember watching that and i remember thinking man the concept of this match is so wild that like like they could pull it off in wwe if they wanted to but vince mcmahon just hated it just because you actually it, have to have a camera guy in the ring right and so it's also really awkward for the fans in attendance that double ring setup is not yeah. intuitive to like i've been to a war games and it's they alternate what ring they're wrestling in. If you're sitting on the long side of that ring, you ain't seeing shit. Yeah. Like, I sat on the side, so I had both in front of me the long way. 
So it wasn't too bad. But, I mean, when they were in this ring over here, it was really awkward compared to when they were dead center. That's so that's also seats that are not being filled as well. So that's what the screen, watching the screen's for. So basically, I mean, I, you'd, you'd rather watch it at home than fucking be alive and watch it, probably. I bet Hell in the Cell is probably the same exact fucking way. Yeah, probably. If you're sitting in the right Cage spot. Cage matches are fucking, weird because if you're sitting far enough right back, it still doesn't look great. Like, I, I, I love watching those we, matches. We had a real good view for the Lucha Bros. Yeah. Uh, fucking young bucks cage match that we got it all out you could definitely tell they were inside of a fence wrestling but damn dude yeah i I thought i thought it looked really good for as far away as we were i thought i could i mean i seen quite a bit i mean there was a couple things it was like i kind of had to squint to see when they're in certain spots in the ring but i mean i think the position we were in was just just perfect enough i think but like i said i mean whatever vince also didn't like the ultra brutality but i mean there's hell in a cell match that are just as brutal so i'm actually excited to sit down and watch it tomorrow night and i haven't been overly excited to sit down and watch because it's the first time we've done this one so that means inevitably they're going to do something probably that people haven't seen done yet or they're going to try to up they haven't seen it happen on the main roster way i guess war games might become the new survivor series fucking tradition maybe i mean because it's still the five on five yeah i guess it's kind of a modern take Soup, on it souped almost. up version of the because a lot of people yeah. they didn't do it because vince thought it was boring as long as they don't start making like every match war games like Law every five games, on five matches Law war games, games like they Law. did with hell in the cell and the fucking money in the bank they never did every match as hell in a cell it was always like two or three but then they'd always have to take the match up <laughs> like mm-hmm. this is dumb it's just like extreme rules every match is in extreme rules yeah, stupid. It makes no sense. That's also why they're changing the pay per view names. Every match wasn't a TLC. At I wish TLC. they'd go back to like the fucking classic names. No mercy, fucking Armageddon. They could go back to in your house for all I care. You know, instead we got to have all these weird ones like you I like said, the extreme rules where there's going to be one match with kind of extreme rules. But like the in your house with a theme was cool. Like they could just keep they can keep Judgment Day, Taboo Tuesday. That was a fun one where everyone's interact as much interactive shit as we do nowadays. I'm surprised Cyber that we Sunday. don't. Yeah. I'm surprised we don't have that pay-per-view anymore. They did cancel much. day one next year, though. Oh, it doesn't make me sad. I wouldn't. <laughs> but you know, with Wrestle this, Kingdom's on. the like way they do with the apps, remember Royal Rumble, they had the app, and they were making a big deal about having it, who's the most looked at app this year, woo, fucking, I'm surprised they don't have an interactive pay-per-view like they had for all those years. It's kind of strange to me. It's probably because that one year, Val Venus won and was supposed to get a WWF championship shot, and they were like, oh, give him to Shawn Michaels because we don't like Val Venus. And then people are like, this is bullshit sham. <laughs> I agree because we wanted to hear hello ladies I, I think a lot of people did they shouldn't put that shit around WWF F. no I guess it was WWE yeah, get the F out man and uh, they said which wrestler would you most like to see in the WWF championship tonight and I remember Val Venus had 93% under everyone else and then before the pay-per-view was this pre or after choppy choppy wee wee Oh, it was after. Choppy, choppy. So then before the pay-per-view, they did something where they updated their page. And when they updated their page, the fucking vote page, Val Venus was gone off of it. And Shawn Michaels was second with like 70 or 80 votes. So Shawn Michaels got the fucking title shot instead of Val Venus. And it was like, are you fucking serious? Yeah, they wanted you to give you hope. Then they took it away. That's stupid. I mean, Sean Morley's probably only title shot of his whole entire WWE career. And they just didn't give it to him (laughs) because they're assholes. I'm a... That's my, what you get for getting yourself over. I'm going to go with my high spot being uh, Chris Jericho's bloody chest from taking the slaps weird. from uh, Tamahiro Ishii. Do you think it actually cut him open or he bled or it was a blood capsule? I don't know. The fingernails uh, and shit. It might have just been in the sweat. I think it was just actually getting the... It happened in the commercial break, so I like was like, what the... F- pretty sure it's what? from getting slapped. 
fingernails and baby oil and everything else he that might have scraped him up. And when he's slapping him, he might be doing this a little bit too, cutting. You never know. Maybe he's like cutting. Cupping. And, and then I'm going to go with a uh, not a high spot. If you're going to have a wrestler from another country come on to your fucking show, learn how to pronounce the fucking name properly. Yeah, it's well, not Tamahiro Ishii. It's because there's two E or I's at the end of it. It's still Tamahiro Ishii. Uh, it might be Ishii. No, it's Ishii. Trust me. What's his name's been having some trouble with names here lately? Not my job. Excalibur. All of them have been calling. All of them called him Ishii all night. And if you watch New Japan, it's just Tamahiro Ishii. Yeah, but this is America. Just like it's Athens. No, Athens. It's sorry. Athens. Sorry, I said it right the first time. Just like it's Quesadilla. I'm not kidding. San Joe's. Quesadilla, actually. Quesadilla. Quesadilla. Marcus is America. Quesadilla. It's not a quesodillo. Yeah. <laughs> what are we doing? It's America. Let's get the fuck out of here. We're getting the fuck out of here. We're getting the F out. Get all right. <laughs> we will uh, see all you guys again in a couple weeks. Bye. Peace.